I gotta tell you something about Sarah Palin. Great masturbation material. What? Welcome to episode 203. Is it 203? Yeah. Okay, 203 of the Try Kids Edit Podcast. We're doing this early, earlier than a bitch, early as a bitch, 10.30 a.m. on a Saturday morning, because somehow, somehow I woke up after a night of heavy drinking. That's why I sound, that's why I sound sexy right now. Yeah. But I can never be as sexy as the gentleman over here, Al. Sure you can. That wasn't sexy. You just ruined the mojo. Uh, uh-huh. I am the host, the co-host, being there only two of us, Austin, uh, for the Tri-Games Internet podcast where we talk about games, games and... I, more I games. We, we, games, games, more games. Yeah, we did this last week. Yeah, I know. Uh, last week, some mad shit about 3DS. This past week, the NGP, as Sony is calling it, conveniently forgetting that the Neo Geo Pocket existed... <laughs> That's NGP's. Oh wait, the original NGP. Yeah, not the NGP. But yeah, but this is a uh, a code name. Obviously, it's 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 an acronym for Next Generation Portable. And if it actually comes out, you know, with that name, I will stab stab a dude. Um, but yeah, I mean, in essence, it's the PSP two. That shit was announced. Um, my gut reaction is hot shit, hot damn cool. Um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, we got some mailbag questions surrounding the Neo Geo Pocket, and uh, the, the <laughs> <coughs> that was not even intentional. I promise you. Like I was just like uh, thinking Neo Geo Pocket surrounding the PSP2. I'm gonna call it the PSP2. It's easier. Yeah. Um, and uh, we got two questions on that. One serious. One not so serious. But first, since I, since those questions tied directly into it, and last week was kind of a weird segmentation, we will go traditional. Al, what, what have you been playing? Da, 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 da. Come oh, on down. So yeah! I just want to shout out to my mom, my dad, and my sister, my brother, even though I ain't got none, and everything. Yeah! I thought I was your brother. Oh yeah, my brother. Your yellow brother. Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, brothers and a funk soul brother. <laughs> Check it out now. <laughs> what you been playing, bitch? Uh, let's see. Well, I have well. quite a story to tell. Oh, uh, my uh, quick story is that um, I finished. Uh, what did I finish? Oh, Back to the Future: The Game, Episode One. Oh, that was cool. <clears> um, <throat> It was it was rather interesting. Uh, it seemed like it was like one of those. Uh, it seemed like it was a translation of what happened in like Back to the Future One, like the types of events that occurred, and it ended as if like the it the entire episode was like the the entire game could have ended that way. But then again, of course, there was a a cliffhanger and scenes for the next episode, etc, etc, etc. But say if everything happened just fine and there was no cliffhanger at the end, theoretically the game they could have ended. ended they, they could have just been happy and been like, that's the game! Yeah, except it would have been a two-hour game and it would have been a waste of $25. But anyway, 
Oh, it was twenty five dollars. Yeah, because all five episodes. <clears throat> oh, oh, I see. So, so it's twenty five dollars for episode one, and then the rest of the episodes as they become available. Right. You you can okay. automatically download them for free. Um, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I thought that the game was rather fun. Uh, I didn't quite like the control scheme where I mean, I'm pretty sure that there's different methods of control, but the control scheme that I chose was just using the mouse because I'm lazy. And it's not like, hey, Proto Man, um, you got a phone thing. Yeah, email. I didn't delete it when I saw emails. It. So emails. Um, I what did I do? I played with the mouse, and the mouse controls are unlike, say, Samurai Max, where you just click where you want to go, and it go. You actually oh, okay. Hold the left mouse button and move the mouse button, and then Marty moves in whatever direction you're moving. And it was kind of cumbersome oh. because it it's really like you know perspective perspective changes are okay. Um, you know it it doesn't quite like jump. Say say the screen changes the perspective and you're in the lower right corner. Marty doesn't all of a sudden jump and go toward the mouse, which right. is all right. But then there was a a puzzle sort of not a puzzle, but it was um yeah I guess you could say it's a puzzle. At the end, the very last thing I had to do, uh, no, sorry, not the very last thing, the second to last thing I had to do, involved running around back and forth, and that got a little bit cumbersome because it got to a point where you had to do things very quickly, and I had to kind of almost cash my movement, uh, or... I was supposed to wake up right now, that's why my alarm is going off. Oh, that's an alarm? Yeah, continue, I'm sorry. It's alright, um, I... I either had to predetermine where I was going to go, just like keep myself in the center just in case I had to get to something really quick and just click on it, or I had to um I had to kind of make myself kind of go in that direction before I had to go in that direction and then I would just automatically go there. But it was it was a little bit cumbersome to complete the puzzle and I messed up a couple of times because I didn't get to certain things in time. But overall, it was manageable and I We'll probably try and play it with the pad next episode. Oh, okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Is like, what were the other options, like WASD or or pad or what? So. I think it's just pad and the mouse. I don't know if you can use keyboard. Um, <clears throat> I have been playing Magica, which is a new game that came out this Magica! week. Magica. And uh, I actually <clears throat> had no idea what this game was until I read a Kotaku article that was talking about how you will screw up in this game. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I read it, and it was hilarious because essentially Magica is a game where you're a wizard and you're able to control uh, the elements: earth, fire, water, cold, lightning, uh, life, quote unquote, arcane, and you can generate shields and this is done uh, I play with the pad and uh, the right stick controls what magic you use and essentially they're broken into four groups which are controlled by up down left and right on the right stick and once you get into that group and I'll tell you the groups are split into down is uh, earth and shield right is fire and cold left is lightning and water and up is life and arcane. Once you actually go into that subdivision, you press left or right or up or down, depending on if you went left or right, up or down originally, okay. to select what magic you do. So <clears throat> it's a lot of like corners you're turning, like half well, quarter circles, basically. You're just doing all the time on the right stick. 
Uh, you use these. Oh, elements you played to... it. You played it with the gamepad, not the yes. not the keyboard. Okay, right. Because the uh, the keyboard is it's <coughs> broken into Wazi, so you right, do right. that. But I don't really know anything about it because I opted to play with the with the control pad. Uh, you have a sword and you have a staff, and you can upgrade those in the by finding other ones in the in the game, and they do different things, have different factors, features, and everything like that. Blah blah. blah. And uh, the spell generation is where the game's meat and potatoes is. And um, that would be, like, I want to create a... Uh... All right, for example, you create a fireball by generating earth <clears throat> combined with fire. Yep. And it'll throw a rock that's covered with fire. Boom, throw a fireball. And if you do more earths, the ball is bigger. If you do more fires, the fire lasts longer. Um, if you combine arcane with any of the elements, it creates a beam uh, of that type, except for Earth, where it just creates like a bomb. Uh, and the beams are cool because in multiplayer, you can cross the streams, and crossing the streams makes the beam bigger, unless it's opposite, which you may blow up in your face. <laughs> and uh, that was one of the things that they said, you know, you will screw up and because, like, people will be like, oh, let's generate a big, uh, field, blah, 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 and, um, then, you know, we'll do such and such, and we'll create this big beam to kill everybody, but then somebody will come in and do, like, the opposite element, and then all, all the guys die. Something like that. That's what they said. I haven't tried it yet, because I've only been playing by myself. You can also do, um, stuff like, let's see, you can create, like, a, a lightning... Uh, not beam, but like a, a jolt of lightning. You know, what do you call a bolt? That's what it is. Yes, a bolt of lightning that you can shoot towards somebody and combine it with fire, and then they get like set on fire after they're hit, so they get damage over time afterward. Uh, you can create steam by combining fire and water. You can create ice by create by combining cold and water. Uh, uh huh. You can create any kind of like a shield. Like if you use shield and earth. And you cast it outward because there's two different ways you can cast spells. You cast spells either by holding the R, uh, like on Xbox it'd be the R trigger, or on PS2 it'd be R2, uh, PS2, PS3, whatever. You press that button or hold. Oh it. my God, my alarm! Ah, you should have dismissed it. I did. Uh, you should have really dismissed it. I have two. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'll do it. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, so what I was saying, yes, yeah. I was saying yeah. that you hold that button, the R trigger, to uh, basically, if you don't have an element, it will create like air that will push things back. Uh, but if you have something like a rock, or if you have, um, uh, I think only the rock does it. Oh, and cold sometimes, like if you do ice, uh, ice will do it. You charge it up so that when you let it go, it shoots it at a higher velocity, and therefore causing more damage. Um, but things like fire, cold, and water, and lightning, to an extent, they all kind of come out in a spray. So you hold the R trigger, and it sprays it out, and depending on how many elements you have, how strong or how long it lasts, things like that. But if you shield and, say, fire you will actually like cast it out into like an arc or a circle of fire so that if anything walks across it it gets set on fire. If you you shield 
just by itself on yourself you get kind of like a body shield but if you shield and cast it outward it creates a force field and the force field can be charged up if you press uh one of the buttons i'm not even gonna describe what the equivalent is like the b button yeah let's get into the fun stuff <coughs> the fun stuff no buttons um so that's basically like how you you do things you can tr you can pick up tomes that give you different combinations and when you make a combination it casts a specific type of spell like a thunderbolt or a meteor shower etc 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 uh i've made it up to chapter three by myself and now it's like punishingly difficult they have these characters that cast magic on their own and they cast magic much faster than you and they do things while there are other enemies that are running around trying to catch you and kill you and whatnot. And it's just really difficult. It seems like it's really made for multiplayer once you get past a certain point, which what, I what, think sucks. What was that? There there was some game that was advertising itself similarly. Well, not not that Magic was advertising itself this way, more so than the, the Kotaku article was. But there was some game where it was like they were, you know... They were basically uh, uh, touting or, or or bragging about the difficulty of it. Like you will die. You will. Was it like? And it wasn't Ninja Gaiden, but it was. Uh, and, and I don't think it was a rogue. It was a Demon Souls. That was I like, yo, you're gonna fucking die. I don't know if they were advertising it like that, but Demon Souls is a game that um, you kind of have to die in. Right. Right. But I, I don't know. I don't know about a game that that was advertised by its own developer or publisher touting its own uh, difficulty. I'm not sure. Because that, that sounds like a very familiar tagline. I'm just saying, anyway. Right. But Magicka <clears throat> is, is not exactly, you know, a difficult game. It's just that I think that a lot of it consists of needing someone else to do something while you do something because when you're running around, you're facing up against three guys who can also cast the same spells as you, and they're casting it, you know, computer speed, <laughs> and they're all targeting you at the same time because you oh, have okay. no allies. It's, it's you know, basically a case of real life. I'm going to go fight against three guys who are stronger than me. Am I going to win? Probably not. Right. Because um, in real life, we all do that. <laughs> yeah, in real life, we all pick fights <coughs> with like three guys who can all like fight just as well or better than we can. Uh, so that's enough about Magicka. I really want to play that multiplayer. Um, I haven't yet because I really wanted to kind of get good at the game before I start jumping in game. Random people will probably grease me anyway. Uh, but I think I might be playing with Mo because I think he bought it. And um, I do know that one of the Fragdoll girls has it. Let's talk with her on um, Twitter about it. And it's very buggy, they say, um, online anyway. And they have been coming out with a patch every 24 hours Jesus. to try and fix it. They've been like really working around the clock. They would actually. They said that they would give us a patch on Saturday, <coughs> Saturday but the guys at Steam aren't in on weekends, so the next patch is going to come on Monday. Gotcha. They're going to keep patching the game every day until the shit is fixed. Like People getting all kinds of weird crash bugs and uh, sync bugs and all kinds of crazy issues that I haven't experienced. So. I wonder what kind of QA they didn't go through. Yeah, I don't know. But it, it's it's crazy that a game that's, you know, pretty good has very disastrous launch but people enjoy it much be, much because much so because the development team is so keen on trying to get issues fixed. Right, as they should. Right. <clears throat> um, I've been playing a lot of Professor Layton The Curious Village all week. I have 12 matchstick. 
and that game is it's really good, but like I have some issues with it. Like I've been tweeting about it. If you've been following my tweets, if you haven't been following my tweets, you just listen right here. I basically described Professor Layton in the Curious Village as puzzle porno. Puzzle uh, porno. I would have expected somebody other than uh, Dez to say something. Like nobody, nobody said anything about my tweet, and I was surprised. But when did you tweet this? I tweeted it like six in the morning on Thursday or something like that. That might be why, but it doesn't matter. Um, I would think that people tend to read tweets. I mean. I don't have that many people. I'm not following that many people, but my Twitter is excruciatingly slow overnight because everybody's asleep. But I, I, I guess other people have, like, you know, I follow other people who probably tweet, like, a whole bunch of bullshit in the morning hours, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway. Or they're asleep. Well, still. I mean, <laughs> I'm asleep, but I kind of look back on my Twitter, but maybe not everybody's like me. So. Um, not everyone has dreads, my friend. Yeah, that's true, too. <clears throat> So anyhow, uh, I call it puzzle porno because if you think about like pornos that have uh, acting, quote unquote, acting scenes in them, uh, they're like the stupidest premises and the stupidest lines and the stupidest excuses just for two people to have sex and when they should just like not have acting scenes at all. It's like that in Professor Layton. Like you'll walk up to somebody and literally they'll go, oh, I'm just sitting here in the corner, you know, like, oh, I need help with this puzzle. Why don't you help me? And you do a puzzle. That sounds like Pokemon. I like shorts. Let's fight. Yeah, except it's worse. It's really <laughs> worse because there's a story in Professor Layton and the Curious Village. And I, honestly, okay, I understand. The village is a village of people who are, like, obsessed with puzzles, and that's their thing. So you're going to go to the town. You're going to expect people to hand you puzzles. You're going to expect puzzles to be around. You're expect to have to do puzzles all goddamn day. That I understand. <laughs> But what I don't understand is that, uh, and I don't, I, I, it's part of the story, but basically there is a, um, a murder investigation. That's mm. the, the, the main, I think, plot of the story. Because you originally go into the town because there's an inheritance dispute. And the inheritance dispute is based on this golden apple that no one can find. And basically whoever finds the apple gets the inheritance. Where my skull at? What? The 50 cent skull. That's oh, what he's looking for. Yeah. Uh, the golden so... bejeweled skull. <laughs> so you go to the town to kind of help with the seeking of the golden apple, and then one of the guys in family gets whacked off, and you're trying to gets whack... whacked off. <laughs> gets Thank whacked. you for that. Fantastic. He gets whacked off by a puzzle. No. Um, wow. He gets whacked, and now that it puzzle's turns into mad a... deep. For real. It turns into a murder investigation. Now they're like, oh, we want you to find this one guy because he's missing. And, like, he disappeared shortly after this happened, so he's a suspect, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm trying to ask people where this guy is, but they're, like, either withholding information <clears throat> until I solve a puzzle, uh, or they just want me to solve a puzzle. And I'm like, oh, I got to go somewhere. And they, there's this one point where Professor Layton is like, don't you think this is the wrong time for me to, all right, fine, I'll solve your puzzle. <laughs> And I was just like, what the fuck, you know? Uh, I've come here to fix your pipes, lady. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then they have sex. That's basically, it's like, oh, I've come here to find out who's, um, the, where, where this guy is. Well, do this puzzle for me. 
Okay. <laughs> Do this puzzle for me, baby. So, yeah. Um, a lot of the puzzles uh, are weird, like little riddles and stuff that I, I kick myself after either spending too long on it or uh, overthinking it or looking for hints because I just didn't think about the obvious. Uh, a lot of them are also really cool, like number games and things like that. And then there's some that I'm like, wow, um, I'm glad I remembered the shit that I did in school because if I didn't, <laughs> then I mean, just simple shit. Like there was one uh, puzzle where the answer was something that I used in school. And if I hadn't used it in school or hadn't remembered, I wouldn't have known based on the description of what it was. Because you had to take like this abstract definition like aliens, quote unquote, saw this, and then they said, "Oh wow, they did this and that and that." What is the object that they were using? And I was like, "What the fuck is it?" <laughs> right. And then I had to take a couple of hints because I didn't really know um, exactly, like based on what they were saying, I didn't really know what well, certain terminology they were referring to. Quick question about yeah. that though: um, Do you remember the subway ads that that Nintendo put out for this game that they would like? They would have like a riddle, like which one of these, uh, which one of these glasses or, or or cup cup arrangements is completely ridiculous and impossible, and they gave you like four different arrangements of, excuse me, four different arrangements of like glasses that that they stacked on each other, and you had to figure out which one was physically impossible. Are and do, do you remember any of those? And are any of them in the game? Because I would like to be completely surprised because I solved the fucking cup one in an hour long train ride. Um, I don't. And I think, think so. I got it wrong. I don't. I don't know. I don't really remember. Um, I know that there are a couple of puzzles where you have to, um, take like a certain value, like volume of fluid, and split it in between two out of three cups or containers. In, oh, in one a of those. Way. Die Hard uh, with Vengeance. You had to do two of those. Um. There are some really silly riddles. <laughs> I mean, by silly riddles is like, oh, it takes this much of things to do this. How long would it take to do this much of this? And the answer usually winds up being the original number because that number of things will be able to do X amount of things in X amount of time no matter what. Right. Um, it's like, what what weighs more, a ton of feathers or a ton of bricks? Yes. Um. And then there's some really cool ones, but I don't know. Um, I don't remember really the ads from the train, and so maybe not. Maybe so. Maybe not. They remember not. you. Um, was this for Curious Village or was it for Dialogue Box? Because I remember it, it, this was a long time. Box. It was a long time ago. This for the okay. Curious, when when it first came out. Okay. And I do remember there were Diabolical Box ads that I saw, but I didn't really pay attention to them. Uh and I haven't been on a train in the longest. <clears throat> I haven't you seen know. diabolical ads. Mm. Diabolical bo- the, 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 the ads. I haven't seen those. Okay. And I I remember seeing Unwound Future ads, but they were just picture ads. Oh. I didn't see those either. Ah. Anything with so, that puzzle I didn't see. Right. Uh, So let's see. That was that. That's what I was mainly playing because yeah. I haven't been able to really turn on anything at home. But then uh, something Any mysterious window? happened. Huh? Something mysterious. Yeah, it's a little depressing. I haven't come to a, oh. a, a solution on it yet. But PlayStation 3, uh, Sony, came out with an update for their PlayStation 3 oh, on no. Thursday to combat the stupid jailbreak 
Oh no. And uh, Evelyn was using Netflix. It told her she had to update. So she updated. And then she was using Netflix. And then the PlayStation just shut off. Oh. She told me. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, You know, it's may have just been a, a power thing. So I got, come in in the morning, and the light's completely off, so I unplug it, and I switch ports or whatever on the surge protector, plug it back in, the light comes on, turn it on, check, check it, it's good. Okay. So then uh, today goes by, today, yesterday goes by, and I decided to watch uh, the whole nine yards on Netflix on 360 just because I didn't want to, I wasn't even thinking about the issue on the PS3. I just kind of wanted to see it on 360. Yeah. Then this morning I wake up and I go play Prototype. I play for about a half an hour and this shit shuts off on me. And then I'm like, what the fuck? So I, you know, unplug it, plug it back in. About 30 seconds later, light red light comes on, turn it on, it's good. Then I'm looking through the menu and it shuts off again. Oh, shit. And I'm like, okay, this is bullshit. I've only had this PlayStation for a year and a month. And I should not be experiencing issues like this. So I start looking online, and uh, a whole lot of people are having this issue, but it's at various points. Like some people are having this issue in 2008, 2009. Some people have had this issue as of yesterday. Yeah. And a lot of people have had this issue as of yesterday, so it seems like it might be related, uh, to, the fix. related to the fix of the firmware update. Now, Sony doesn't really have on their support site like a, a, a direct relation like it's not like oh does your just does your system shut off randomly <laughs> is our shit broken <laughs> uh their description of the problem is system shuts off after 10 seconds <clears throat> and i'm like well that's the closest fucking thing so i click on that and they're like oh it could be a firmware you know issue it could be corrupted so it could be so, anything thanks sony <laughs> yeah so uh they recommend to go into recovery <clears throat> mode the safe mode and uh reinstall the system update from storage media I tried doing that, and it kept telling me the file was corrupted. I'm like, okay, whatever. Oh. So then I went into this just a regular ad system update and took it right off the, the storage media, and it worked just fine. So I haven't played it yet since. But uh, I will try and play some more prototype and hope that it doesn't crash after a half an hour. And if it does, then I have to go through the fucking task of trying to get this shit serviced. And shit. I have like PSP games on here that I haven't transferred to my PSP because I really don't want to use my PSP until I get that fixed. And I really don't want to have to worry about my hard drive and all this other crap that comes with that. So I'm hoping that maybe it was just a corruption of the the system update and that reapplying the system update fixed it. I don't play PC games because consoles just work. Yeah, consoles don't just work because they fucking overheat and break and you have to buy multiple copies. Copies. You have to buy multiple consoles. This is the only generation I've ever had to buy a second fucking console of the 360. And now, potentially, I might have to go through service of a PS3. Never had this problem with Nintendo. Although I've had, like, issues like... The Nintendo has told me the Nintendo... The Wii the Nintendo. T- the Nintendo. The Iwata. The Iwata. The, what the Miyamoto. The Iwata. Uh, Miyamoto. Miyamoto. Uh, the. Yeah. Uh, the Wii told me that my system data was corrupted and I had to shut it off. I'm like, what? Is that turn off, turn back on? It's fine. But um, that you know could have been a very disastrous event. Right. And I just kind of pass it over. Like Nintendo hardware doesn't fuck up. Restart. <laughs> and it worked. And then it fucked up later. And it's like, wait a second, no. 
Um, uh, so I think, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. I, oh, well, one last thing. Mm. <clears throat> I downloaded a game for Android. Uh, mm. It was a game called Xenonia. Uh, Xenonia! I have the demo. Yeah, I have the demo. It's also on WiiWare. Oh, it is? Yeah. Um, it looks really cool. Like It's like, like a, a Zelda clone, right? Yeah, almost like a... No, yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's a Zelda clone. Um, and it kind of has, like, PlayStation-ish, like, hybrid Super Nintendo PlayStation-type graphics. Just 2D, like, right? Yeah, the 2D, sprites. like, very big sprites, but very yeah. colorful. Very anime. Yeah, very anime, and um, the, or, the sound is pretty good. Uh, I like the music that I was listening to when I was trying to keep it real low, like, late at night when I downloaded it. Yeah. Um, but I don't like the controls of the game and the pacing of the game, so I probably won't pursue it. They had a Did you buy it or just you get the demo? I got the demo. Okay. Uh, I was trying See, to the, play. With, hmm? I'm sorry. I was. I was just gonna say the only reason why I would entertain playing that game is because of the droids keyboard. Yeah, like uh, it works, and I'm like, thank God someone decided to actually make it work on a keyboard, not just be like, we're just gonna give you the asking controls. Yeah, see, it works on my Epic keyboard, but. I, maybe it's the fact that the... Wait, the, the Epic has a uh, hardware keyboard? Yes, it does. Oh, awesome. Um, I just don't like the fact that the buttons are very, very close to the to the platform that they're on. So I can't... Uh, there's no real tactile feeling if I'm trying to go across. If I use WASD to control my character, I often... Yes, that is, that is a very similar problem that the droid has. Okay. And I, I lose uh, the feeling of what direction my character is going in because I can't really tell based on my thumb what right. key I'm on. So I like died using the keyboards, and then I'm like, okay, well let me try the touchscreen. And the touchscreen is like, it's okay, but no, I don't I, I have to control. I need like the, the, the pacing of the game is too fast. Yeah, I I couldn't deal. I couldn't deal with the with the um, what's it called? I just couldn't with the touchscreen. Yeah, yeah. So uh, enough about that. Zenonia. Uh I I was kind of keen on the network aspect of it, but <clears throat> it doesn't even make sense for me to try network aspect of it if I don't want to play the game by myself. <laughs> right. That makes sense. So I'm done, and now what you've been playing? I was kind of hoping that you were going to segue off the PlayStation thing because um, last week I had a PlayStation issue as well. I, I forgot to talk about it, but... Another um <clears throat> I, I didn't. I don't think I talked about it on the cast. Um, oh. Wasn't the thing about the hard drive? Yes. Oh, you did talk about it. I mean, you didn't talk about it on the cast. I, I thought I tweeted. I, I might have G chatted it to you, but um, or maybe I did. I don't fucking know. All I know is that I turned the shit on. I didn't even turn the shit on. The shit has been on because um, people were watching Twenty Four, and I just left it on. Now, I changed the TV to HDMI. And it's a black screen, and I'm like, uh, what? And so I, I, you know, I'm trying to figure out, like, did it, is it unplugged or whatever? Everything's plugged in. Turn it off, turn it back on, and it boots up, and, you know, the, the, the orchestra plays and all that shit. And it, it kind of uh, gives me the whole, yo, dude, um, something is corrupt somewhere. We're going to need to recover. I'm like, just fucking recover it. And then, like, after 0% goes through, it goes... Uh, we can't recover it. We're going to have to format your drive. And I had to format my drive, and I lost all my trophies, and I lost all my fucking updates, and I lost all the downloaded games I had, and I haven't I haven't really used it for anything gaming since, so 
so it's not like it's, you know, that much of a loss at this point. But when I turn it on to do something with it, I'm going to hate my life. Mm. So, and if I spoke about this already, I'm sorry, but you, d- too bad. Deal with it. And um, people out there, people out there. Um, what have I been playing? Actually, uh, not really, not not a lot, actually. I, um, I, I've been trying to finish Miles Edgeworth, but... I actually went on a really weird retro kick and started playing uh, the original Legend of Zelda, to which Al replied on my G-chat after I said the original Legend of Zelda, THE Legend of Zelda? And I said, yes. And he said, 1986 Legend of Zelda? And I'm like, THE ORIGINAL Legend of Zelda! No, 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 you didn't say the original. You just yeah, said, I did. no? Yeah, I'll I pull up the log, goddammit. I'm pretty sure I said the original. Because right. I scrolled up to check. Uh, continue. Um, and I, uh, it's, it's fascinating how kind of, like, both ahead of its time and completely unacceptable, like, ahead of its time the game was, but also how unacceptable it still kind of is today when there's weird shit like, uh, um, (sighs) Eastern Peninsula is the key. All right, (laughs) what? For what? What do you, like... There's there's a lot of shit on that peninsula. What do you want me to do with it? Like I, I don't I don't understand what you're telling me. And then like um, caves where there's an old lady and she's just standing there doing nothing and you can't talk to her and you're like, why are you here? What why you know why are you living in this cave? Why did you let me in here if I can't do anything with you or even you know have the sexes with you? And it's like oh well you have to get the letter. You know, to to bring to the lady so that she can sell you potions, and you're like, all right, well, how am I supposed to fucking know that? So, it's, it, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's really funny that way. But at the same time, it's like here, that is, I, I think that that Zelda is the only Zelda, the only, the only Zelda where it's, I don't want to say open world because it's not entirely, but it kind of is, like. It's the only Zelda that doesn't play out like a Metroid game entirely. And when I say that, I mean, oh, in order to go here, I must use this. And then in order to go there, I must use that. Um, Zelda 2. Okay, you needed the jump spell to get to the second palace. Uh, Link to the Past, you, you had to do everything in order. Um, and it was very heavily you know, dialogue and story-based. Uh, the original Legend of Zelda, you could fucking go to uh, the second dungeon if you wanted to, like right off the bat. Because mm-hmm. um, it was successful, right? I mean, there were still like maybe two or three uh, choke points, I'd say. Like, you need the ladder to get across some gaps, and you need the raft to, you know, get to certain palaces. But other than that, you can really just go anywhere. You know, you can ex- explore almost the entire world, if not the entire world, the overworld, without ever going into a uh, into a dungeon. Um, and this isn't, like, this isn't news at all, but, you know, when I, when you're, when did this come out? When we were, like, two? No. Five, I think. I didn't play it when I was five. I played it when I was eight. When when you're eight and you're playing that shit, you you don't really, or at least I didn't. I didn't really, like, it didn't really, what's it called, uh, uh, sink in that that's what it was doing. You know what I mean? It didn't, the the whole idea of the design, like, didn't sink in. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I was just like, okay, here's the thingy where I stab people and I'm getting lost. And oh no, I died before Ganon because I can hear him screaming in the next room. I'm going to not play it for two weeks. And then I come back two weeks later and say, oh no, the battery died. And I lost my save. 
but that's neither here nor there because I'm rectifying that right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I wonder if you know if that's a function of, if that open worldness is a function of the fact that it does certain things in a quote unquote unacceptable way for today's standards, such as not really telling you what to do and and leaving you clueless. You know what I mean? Because once it starts telling you what to do, you kind of have to close the world up. Otherwise, like all the dialogue kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, even even if you think about like uh, a, a Grand Theft Auto game or an Assassin's Creed game, like you're not going to progress in the game proper unless you do the story missions. You could you could fuck around, right? And 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 rob people and stab people and you know try to have the sexes with the people. Actually, you only really have sex with one person. But you can't beat the game. You also you can't don't... explore a lot of the other places. Right, exactly. Um, so I'm wondering, like, in this day and age, like, a, a, a game like the original Legend of Zelda is possible, you know? Can, can they do that without people, like, throwing a hissy fit? And when I say that, I don't mean like, oh, yeah, sure, it's, it's on WiiWare! It's on the virtual console! No, that's not what I'm talking about. Mm-mm. Um... But yeah, no, it's it's very it, and and I think the reason why I started playing it was because you had started talking about 3D dot game heroes last uh, last episode, oh. and I was like, huh, he's talking about the movement and the way that you stat because I, I, I think that was that some that was some of your chief complaints, right? Is that like some of it gets really aggravating because of the you know you're only able to move up, down, left, and right, and all that stuff. Yeah, and. They're, well, actually, I don't think you are only able to move up, down, left, and right. I think you're able to move in a 3D plane, <coughs> but you can't attack in eight way. You can only attack four way. Oh, that's kind of what I meant. Have rotating. You can eight, rotate from that original uh, swipe. That's up, down, left, or right. But oh. then there are walls. Walls in the dungeons really get in the way when you're trying to like swipe, say through the wall. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. And enemies they take off like all your life, and then you have. Oh, this, when. So when you stab in that game, is it more like the original Legend of Zelda, or is it like A Link to the Past? It's like The Legend of Zelda, and then you move, okay. and it turns into like Link to the Past. Oh, I gotcha. Okay, weird. Okay, yeah. But now that makes me curious to play it. I'm, try- I'm trying to imagine how that is. Anyway. Um, oh, well, basically what happens is it goes straight, <clears throat> and if you press left after the bleed comes out, it rotates to the left. I gotcha. And you can kind of like waggle it a bit, too, because you can like go back and forth where you can go into like almost like a half circle and when okay. you have the 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 max energy super huge blade you can just go into a room and if everything is within range you just kill everything like blah, 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 real quick and it's cool right. it's easy um the other thing that i found notable and i, I used to try to kind of uh, before i actually say that i used to kind of try to do that with uh with the sword in in legend of zelda like like stab and then quickly you know make link face left mhm and then I used to try to take that approach and do it in Kung Fu, where, mm-hmm. like, you would kick and then you would... And you would turn really and have, quickly... like, the spin kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or a spin punch. A yeah. spin punch, yeah. But, um, yeah, the other thing about this game, the, ori- the original Legend of Zelda, in case anyone forgot that I was talking about the original Legend of Zelda, even though that's the only game I've been playing. Um, and it's the only game that's titled <coughs> The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Um, is the kind of... The, the enemy behavior. And... I bring this up because of the fucking dark nuts, okay? The for for those who've never played the original Legend of Zelda, um there there is a there's a kind of armored character 
that you can only hit from the sides or from behind. And they just kind of move around. You, you try to you try to like go toe to toe with them and and stabby them, and it's just going bing, and you can't do shit. So yeah, walk around like... with the sword extended. <laughs> oh yeah, so you have to like figure out, not figure out, but like patiently wait until they're 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 facing the other direction, and then run up to them and then stab them in the ass. Innuendo not included. Um, and because because of the way that the enemies are programmed in this game. It's so random. It's like completely random. Uh, they they just go, they, you know, they, they they switch direction on a dime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think almost coincidentally they happen to turn around and hit you right when you know you're about to try and stab them. So that may be the only like non-random part of it. But for the most part, it's just like, well, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to just you know stab at random? Because that's pretty much all I can do. I think that's I don't, what I wanted you to do. Because I don't know what the hell, you know, is going on here. Um, and I think about, again, I, I think about later games like uh, Zelda 2, The Adventure Link, where, you know, the enemies kind of, you know, they, they kind of come towards you. Not entirely, like, intelligently, but they're coming towards you like the the uh, the little slimes um, mm-hmm. that they, they, they kind of jump towards you, and then maybe they'll jump back a little bit, but they... they, they they're almost always like pursuing you, and and I, I I guess I can't say that much the same about like the the um the moblins in that game because they they literally just you know go forward like they have no other purpose in life but to go forward right. But everything else like the skeletons they kind of come at you and then <clears throat> and the gorillas when they throw their boomerangs at you they kind of throw and then they back away. It, it, it has behavior. And like you go back to the, the to the legend. Of, I was about to say the original again, and I'm like, this is too many syllables. You go back to the Legend of Zelda, and they're just like going like, blah, 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 blah. I'm just gonna go around and blah blah blah. Um, and it's 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 just so weird um, to to go back to those days. Um, and it's not even a function of the perspective because even a link to the past obviously was like, yo, um, these dudes are gonna like come at you. Like the, all the knights in them, they saw you, they went, mm, and then they started running at you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and. Maybe it's a technological thing, but still. I think it's um, less of a technolo- technological thing, but more of, uh, you know, a design approach. I think that they weren't really putting too much thought into AI in the original, whereas then they began to think about it more and decided to put routines in for Zelda 2. Because, I mean, you have Iron Knuckles in Zelda 2, and they basically play chess with you, moving back and forth, and raising the shield up and down. So it turns into just a dance. Just a really, dance. It, it, a dance. You, you're <coughs> going back and forth with them, and you're ducking and attacking, standing standing and ducking, trying to predict when their shield is going to be raised or lowered. Right. And they're attacking you too with the... I call it a knife because it's so small, but yeah. it's their quote-unquote sword. They're stabbing you in the face if you kneel It's a down. scimitar. A scimitar. Um, but then with Link to the Past, they probably had a lot... That technology probably played a role in that one, too. But right. they were probably were already going into it trying to come up with routines. Right. It just it just feels like... It almost... I, I, I hate to say it like this because it makes it seem like it's such a terrible thing when really it was a 1986 game. But it, it feels like they almost neglected it. Not just like, well, we're not going to put a priority on it. Just, just more like, you know, it came out and they're like... I'm not saying that they would have said this, but it seems like... You, you could you could kind of see, you know, people looking back at that and say, like, yeah, we didn't really, 
we kind of forgot to make them smart. And but but like you know, in doing so, that kind of defines how difficult some of the fucking enemies were, like the dark nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, if you knew that a dark nut was going to chase you, like you could strategize, like, all right, I'm going to make him run in this direction after me, and then like kind of quickly turn around and like go around behind him and stab him in the ass. Um, but like because you they're so unpredictable, like like sometimes like they would walk towards you and then walk completely away, mm-hmm. just walk away, and you're like. I, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to walk after you and stab you. Oh, you turned around and I'm dead. Um, but I I think... Um, I, I feel like it, it happens so many times with these older games where I play something that I used to play as a kid and I don't really realize what what's being done. Um, the exception kind of being Mega Man 2, something like that, because that I... Th- but th- there, there, there are two things about that. One, I think I played it pretty late. Um, I think when I was... I'm here. I'm here talking like ten years old is late, <laughs> but I I played it hardcore when I was ten, um, and that was such an that was such a like an obviously good game, where it was kind of hard to not see how it was good. You know what I mean? Where right. Zelda, Zelda, like you know, Zelda was always a good game, but like it's it's only now that I think back to how they designed it or maybe misdesigned it, depending on how you interpret the lack of AI or whatever. How they did all that and came up with something that here's why it's significant. You know. Like it, it's kind of like you know the evolution of the original adventure, right? right. Um, and like you could you could see its roots in almost every open world or or adventure game that you play today. Um, and in Mega Man Two, it wasn't so much as hey, look what we invented, but more so look what we perfected, um, because like the, the control is spot on. The uh, well, and some people like to complain about the fact that Mega Man can't shoot up, you know, blah blah blah, ha ha ha. Um, but like the control was spot on, the 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 weapon thing gave such variety to it. It was basically kind of a a. I know they're way way two different things, but like it's kind of per, of a perfection on the on the kind of action that Contra kind of pioneered. Okay. And I again I know they're two different things, but spot on control, uh, like satisfying shooting, and like by employing. You know, sound effects, right? Like Contra had that bing sound effect, and Mega Man had that crunchy sound effect when you when you hit an enemy. So it makes it feel satisfying to hit somebody. Um, and then Contra had all these weapons, and Mega Man kind of has all these weapons, although they are dispersed in a different way. Um, but yeah, like like Mario Brothers, I was just, Super Mario Brothers. I was just like, yeah, I get to jump on shit and whatever. And like I play that nowadays, and I'm just like, like who ever thought to give a platforming character momentum? You know, wh- like, that that's such a subtle touch that separates Mario from so many different games. You know what I mean? Like, when you yeah. play a game, like, everything that I've heard about Little Big Planet was like, oh, it's so inventive, it's so fantastic, it's so awesome, but dude, I wish they had better controls. And then I started watching uh, the Giant Bombcast Quick, uh, Giant Bombcast, the Giant Bomb Quick Look of Little Big Planet 2, and someone had made a Mario level. Not 1-1, but just a Mario level with Mario... Uh, with a Mario motif, right. um, you're a sack boy, but you're running around the Mushroom Kingdom. They're turtles. They're, they're, it, it's really funny. Like the enemies are are like little big planet enemies. Enemies, but they're holding like um, I think they were like holding like mushroom signs or something to indicate that they were Goombas. It was okay. weird, but like uh. it, it was very inventive. It was it looked very cool. Um, makes me regret that I missed out the original like, little big planet when I promised that I would buy it on launch day. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, it was like one of those things, and, and like. 
he he stitched together a world that looked very Mario, like with the brown platforms and the green tops, like the like the kind of thing that you see in World One Three. Okay. Um, but the jumping and the physics were all just like, bleh. like it, it, it. They were struggling to make the most basic of jumps because you can't jump high enough and you don't have that crisp kind of momentum. Like it is physics based. But it's also lacking, you know, just just that kind of like natural feel that you know Mario games have, and it's it's something where um, when you play a Mario game, it just feels right. And you know, you you, you sometimes complain that when I say you, I mean people in general, including mm-hmm. me. You complain that like I can't stop on a dime, and it's like you can, but if you were doing what Mario was doing in the real world, and when I that I don't mean eating mushrooms, but I mean like running and jumping. Would you be able to stop on a dime? No. So just treat it. Treat it very much like you are protecting yourself, and like 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 lessen the momentum. And th- for such an early game like that, coming out of the Atari era, where like there are like two colors on screen and maybe a third for the dong in Custer's Revenge, you know that it's like <laughs> oh, and again same like, color. <laughs> I'm just saying, you never know. Maybe he was spicy, but I mean you you. <laughs> you look at that stuff. Like I look at that stuff like now, and I and I go back to it, and I'm just like. In a way, these games are better now that I'm older. Even though, you know, all the problems with the, the with the Legend of Zelda would be unacceptable today, and Mario's Mario being unable to like go back and do levels again and all that other shit would seem antiquated today. Like, they are better than their original experiences, um, which says something for about how well games age. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of of you know other games that have aged well, but like. I'm 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 certain certainly there's so many games that you know that kind of came out a little bit after maybe on Turbo Graphics or whatever that like I downloaded on you know on Virtual Console and I played them and I'm just like yeah these aren't so good or, or or games like even games today right where where you played it on the original PlayStation you're like oh shit polygons and then you go back and you're like to Shinden, yeah, that didn't that didn't need two sequels. No, no, I'm 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 all set with Toshinden and the weird L two R two, you know, eight way run wannabe shit. I'm 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 set. Thanks. You know, you could you could stay in 1997 or whatever the fuck. I wish it was. this shit was never created. I fucking hate Toshinden. Well, you know what's funny is that Toshinden was the first PlayStation games I ever saw ever. Um, in like there was a nobody beats the Wiz in my building. And they had PlayStation kiosks out, and I um, I I saw this thing, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this gray thing?" I I was looking for an N64 to see how much it costs, and there's this weird, ugly polygonal thing. But I was just like, "Oh my god, 3D!" And they're fighting. It's more colorful than Virtual Fighter. I like this, and like I I you know I played it for a little bit at the demo kiosk, and you know then Tekken came out, and because Tekken came out. I was uh, after that, or or at least I saw it after that. I'm like, yo, this Tekken shit is stupid. It's a bite off to shit. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I look back now, and I'm just like, I don't like Tekken, but that was the game. The Tekken was the game, and Tashinda was just some stupid ass yeah. shit. Shit. I, I hate them both, but I hate Tekken less. Right. Like, and, I and, actually and, gave Tekken an effort, and right. I keep trying. Like, damn, you know, Tekken is, is is actually kind of an okay game. I really should try and learn how to play it, but I really don't want to buy it. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it, it's a it's a difference of I hate Tekken because 
I just don't like the way the game is built. I don't like yeah. that game. And, but but I hate Toshinden because it's a fucking bad game. Like it's it's just <laughs> it's just poor. It is poor. The, That's uh, why can we you don't believe see it anymore? Yeah. Can you believe they came out with like a a Game Boy port of that? Oh god. Just and I bet you, that, on the I, bet you, I bet you it was a better game. <laughs> oh shit. Like it was like a two I think it was just like a two D fighter. I'm gonna YouTube it like right after the podcast, but I'm gonna put that in my notes. And I'm gonna remind you too in the G chat. You <laughs> YouTube Toshinden. YouTube Toshinden Game Boy thing. There, there's our reminders. Um but yeah, I don't know how our my conversation about the Legend of Zelda spiraled into Toshinden, but I think we've beat a dead horse deader than dead. So we are going to take a small break. Then we're going to answer some questions about the Neo Geo Pocket. We'll be <laughs> right back. Oh, wait, wait. Before we be right back, Al, did you find anything in your G-chat? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I really didn't read it. Um, <laughs> I think I had just woken up. You did say the original Legend of Zelda, and I said Legend of Zelda, and you go, yeah. And I go, 1986? <laughs> <laughs> That's I why I found it so funny. Or something. That's why I found it funny because I was like, yeah, I said it already. But um, yes, we will be right back. Returned from our however many seconds interlude break. It's probably going to be between 30 and 40. Because that's what I usually do. Oh, no. And we're back with the mailbag questions. Two of them are tweeter questions. One of them is an actual mailbag question. We'll start off with the inane comment first. From our third leg. <laughs> that's the penis for all those who don't know. Pete chimes in and says, and this is about the PlayStation Portable 2 the NGP, as it were. He says, I like my handhelds like I like my women, semicolon. Twin firm nubs on the front, comma. A clean, smooth surface, comma. And she lets me rub up on her rear, exclamation point. That means he wants NGP. Yeah, nipple go pray. Okay, here's another Twitter question uh, about the NGP slash PSP2 from Edu Buccaneer from Eduardo in Brazil. Buccaneer, b- 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 artist extraordinaire. He asks, how many jobs do you think someone will need to get for the new PSP? Hashtag serious answer wanted for a dumb question. Would you care to enlighten us, Al? One. That's that's one of those Professor Layton riddles. <laughs> <laughs> um... If you want a serious answer for a dumb question, I will say that uh, I, I think that's a that's a thinly veiled question, uh, a thinly veiled question about uh, or what am I trying to say? It's a thinly veiled disguise for the question: How much do you think the PSP will cost? Uh, the PSP two. I I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess three fifty. I think that um, I know last week we were talking about three hundred to four hundred dollars, and I know that. Uh, I, I don't. I forget if it was you, me, or Pete who mentioned that. Yo, four hundred dollars for a portable—that's that's kind of unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Or I don't. I don't know what wor- what word was used, but for a 
Sony Portable from a company that has traditionally tried to, you know, at least in this generation, try to um, increase the the image of its products by, you know, kind of imposing a, a price premium PlayStation 3. Oh, uh, you're going to, you know, Kuragi was like, you're oh, God, do I miss quoting that guy? You're going to want to get a second job just to play play this thing because you're going to want it that badly. $600, what? You know, and then the PSP. Yo, this is our first foray into portableism, but look at this shit. Like, we, we got third dimensions and all that stuff. Um, you could race ridges and all that shit. You can't do that on DS. Look at it. It looks like an S D four thing. Uh, no analog control. Yo, 250, let's go. Right? And so that's, uh, you know, they've kind of traditionally done that. So now the 3DS is coming out for 250. Maybe they think, we, we still got the high-end market. We could probably push this to 350 because, yo... Our stuff is as good as a PlayStation 3. Not really, but we can say it is. You know? Um, I'm going to guess that. That's what I'm going to guess is 350. And you will have to work two jobs just to get one. In memory of Ken Kuragi, fuck that guy. What do you think? What's your uh, guess? Well, if the question is how much do I think it'll cost, um, when I first first read the live blog from the Tokyo event, I said this thing's going to be 500 bucks. I wasn't really being serious because that would be completely unreal. Right. But I, you know, wanted to see, you know, kind of throw the rock into the darkness and see what I hit. And uh, that sounds so ominous. Yeah. And I didn't really hit anything. Like some people kind of <laughs> agreed with me, and I was like, uh, yeah. Um, and then another uh, one of the, my old coworkers had said that um, he thinks it'll be like two ninety nine or something like that. And I was like, yeah, okay, two ninety nine with listed all of the components. And I'm like, basically it's a cell phone. And my cell phone before rebate is four fifty. Right. Um right. To clarify that's without a contract, right? That's without a contract, yeah. Okay. Um so I'm thinking you take my cell phone, make it larger, add some t- some controls onto it. How is that shit going to be 300, right? How is it going to be 300? Yeah. Well, it's going to be 300 if they take a loss. <laughs> exactly, right. And, and uh, I think that it would probably be between 350 and... I'm going to say 3 350 because the DS is 250 And if they were to go and say uh, anywhere between four and $500, they already said it's not going to be 599 which, of course, was a joke. But it was a serious joke. Right. Um, but that can also be kind of if you want to put things in a relative perspective it's not going to cost more than every other console that's out in the goddamn market right now so well, it shouldn't we, you would hope for, for it to I think gain market penetration it shouldn't it shouldn't but exactly because they, it, I was going to say like as you're saying all this like this this kind of you know ominous feeling was like rumbling in my gut and has just surfaced now dude what if it is <laughs> What if it is? Well, like, then it's gonna do the what same thing co- that the PS3 did. What if it costs like like seven hundred dollars, but is also the most amazing handheld ever? You know, like well, what if it is? Like I don't know what money. I would do. See, here's the thing: the people I, I would be like, who have the money, like I have a friend of mine who's really good. You know, he's young. He doesn't have any debt. He still lives with his parents, and he's making good money. Like I, I love how you, I love you, I love how you said. I'm sorry. I have a friend of mine who's really good. No, we're at, good with money. At, no, I know, but it was uh, like, at what? 
and he would be somebody to just buy this if it was seven hundred dollars, right. just because he could. You know, he's got the right. money to do it, and people who are in that kind of situation would do it. But then there are people like me who have experienced some, you know, bumps in the road of life, and they're working and they're trying to do stuff, or you know, they have things that they have to take care of, like a family, et cetera, et cetera. They are not going to be able to spend seven hundred dollars on something unless it's a fucking TV. You know, it's gotta be that right kind of magnitude, like seven hundred dollars on a PSP. And for me, there's probably not gonna be anything that I'm interested in that's gonna come out with it, and then, which means, of course, I have to spend more money uh, on the games, which are probably gonna be fifty dollars. Right. Um, that's not appealing to me. But a three fifty price tag is a lot more appealing. But it, I don't it, think that I would buy it on launch. But that's a separate question. Yeah, I think I, that yeah. the game would probably be between three and three fifty. The game, the uh, console, you know, portable <laughs> device. The game, as uh, casual people would say. Yeah, I, I would, I would not buy it for three fifty. But I think that would be a fair price. Actually, a very, very good price for what they're what they're trying to promise. Right. Um, especially given like how how phones are these days. I, I and I'm not. I, I w- I'm not saying that I wouldn't buy it for 350 because it's unfair. You know, I'm just clearing right. that up. It's just that's that why. It's... That's why I said, I, like, I just, you know, I, I would wait. I want one. Like, I'm looking at all this stuff. Like, b- back in the day when like the PSP, the first PSP came out, I was like, ah, look at this shit. Like, I, I'm not interested in this. And then I actually like got my hands on one because I, I tried to take advantage of like the whole triage thing. Target was having like this weird 20% off, like get a PSP and get get it for 20% off. And so I bought like two of them and sold them on eBay. Uh, I bought three of them, and sold two on eBay, and then like kept one for myself and I started using it and I'm like you know what I actually kind of like this <laughs> I actually kind of like this and you know knowing that it just because like I said good, ga- good games are good games it doesn't matter where they come from and so PSP is going to have good games um, mm-hmm. and I want one now and, and I just want I, I just want it for a toys for toys sake but I don't know 350 not that it's an unfair price I just you know that's a little tough to you know tough to swallow right now that's what mm-hmm. she said um, but uh I think it's funny before we move on to the next question from uh, from Dende that you mentioned that like yo unless it's a, a TV seven hundred dollars is not cutting it right mm-hmm. and I think it's interesting how put it this way we spend not that this is necessarily relative to anything else but I just think it's interesting the kind of perspectives that we take we spend two hundred dollars on a video card if we're being budget. Budget right. conscious. Mm. Well, $200 on a video card. It's more like 150 I spent $115 on this uh, Radeon. Right, but that's. Wait, wait, wait. You spent 115 like, after a rebate, right? Yeah, but it was 130 before. Okay. Actually, no, I, I didn't get the rebate on that uh, because. It, bullshit. So, I. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I get was the rebate to, on that. Uh, 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 bullshit. I I was supposed to get a rebate on it based on the day I bought it, and then when I got it, I got no rebate card. And when I went to Newegg to look it up, it was like for the date was wrong. It was three days before or something like that. So oh. it, regardless, I spent like one hundred twenty five or one hundred thirty dollars on that card. But it's a, it's an point taken. Mm-hmm. It's an older card though. I, I think what, what I'm saying is like in general, like someone might. Someone might walk into a store and be like, it, it, without necessarily being super price conscious, they'd look and they'd be like, "Huh, what's you know, what's a decent card that's out today for for a moderate price?" You know, they're they're gonna walk away with the latest model, <laughs> the latest middle end model, mm-hmm. probably, unless they were really like you and me, just like, you know, we gotta find the best deal, Arr! you know. Mm-hmm. So in general, 
150 $200 on a video card. Maybe uh, $100 on RAM. Um, 80 to $100 on a hard drive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and, and whatever else. I don't else. know how much... Yeah, the size is whatever. Right, I'm 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 spitballing here. I'm yeah. I'm giving I'm giving an average count of like, you you end up spending, you know, maybe five hundred dollars, or or more, on a a chunky computer that can run good games, and then, monitors are like, hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty for like a decent monitor, unless you want to really go all out. Like the one that I bought, this 1080p one, was like a hundred and hundred and fifty before rebate, yeah. right? One hundred and fifty. And um, you think about that, and then you think about the fact that we spend two fifty, three hundred dollars on a console, and a thousand dollars on a TV. <laughs> which, which is not again, this is not related to anything. This is not, it's not ridiculous by any means. I'm not, I'm not saying, yo, this is fucking crazy. Well, but I, I would I, say I, that I, by, <clears throat> by relation, the thousand dollars on the TV, because <clears throat> it's big. I, I realize that. Not even it, you gets more use <clears throat> than a computer, depending on who you are. Right. 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 Um. But then, but then that, that that makes me think about it. It's like if you bought a PSP that you take with you, it, it, that would get a lot of use. It's a hefty piece of technology. You take it everywhere with you. Use it a lot. Um, people pay. People would pay like four hundred dollars for an iPod Touch because they take it everywhere. They use it. You know. Right. But and it's just it's given, just interesting. Oh, oh, go ahead. Given that that exists, that takes away one of the features of the new PSP. I. I Right, I get that, but that's not the point I was going after. Is just like in a space where, like, in a space where, uh, you know, we're willing to pay certain amount of money for things that don't do as much as this other thing, and yet this other thing, like a video game playing system, and and, and this pos- this is probably also indicative of how far games as a medium still need to go to kind of penetrate the mainstream because someone is not going to be, I'm going to buy a game-playing machine that I could take with me for $500. They're not going to say that, but they're go- they are going to say, I'm going to pay $400 for this iPod Touch thing that's all gadgets and widgets because it plays my music fun. And then, oh, by the way, I can also play games. You know, but that's, that's not, that's, again, that's neither here nor there. You know, and, and conversely, I could just as easily say, well, the PSP, the other PSP does more than an iPod Touch does, and it does the same thing that an iPod Touch does. So that takes away from what the iPod Touch offers to the market. You know, I could say that. Right. You know, it, it goes both ways. But what I, I just think I, is that the um, it's more or less not about the quantity, but about what specific activities. You know, the given going back to the TV situation, um, people watch TV like that is a significant part of some people's lives. And I think that enjoying that television experience with the big screen, the flat screen, and the, the vibrant color is uh, very much a justification of spending $1,000 for it. Whereas you take a PSP, yeah, it does more than a TV does. But if you were able to, say, watch TV on a PSP and live out that part of your life and it be just as good as, say, watching it on a... 40-inch TV from 8 to 10 feet away, it may be much more of an incentive to get a PSP because now, yeah, I'm going to take this thing everywhere I go because I'm going to watch all my favorite programs on it as well sure. as play games and listen to music and watch right. videos. But like, you know, and, just being able to download videos onto it is not enough, I don't think. Right. And th- but that's, that's exactly why I said that it's indicative of how mainstream gaming is in our culture. Not quite there yet. Yeah. It's, it's not quite there yet where a, a, a hardware manufacturer can say, yo, you like this shit. You want the best that you can possibly have. And we're going to give it to you for $700. You know, 
like I'm thinking about I'm thinking about people like Pete who 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 say to me like I don't well I, I, there was one point where Pete was like yo I don't really watch that much TV you mm-hmm. know right he usually watches stuff on like Netflix I think I th- yeah he oh, he, he doesn't yeah, watch TV in general he, he kind of does yeah and and this may have been a while ago before Netflix or something but it's like one of those things where you know th- I could easily you know I could easily see it going the other way where it's like I don't like like a person would say. You know what? I'm not a TV person. I'm a games person. I play games instead of watch TV. Mm-hmm. And so for that person, can you flip it around and say, "Dude, hypothetical guy, do you would you want to buy a PSP NGP uh, ABC Bad Boys Company 2 for $800?" And if he's like a balling ass gamer, and when I mean that, I don't mean money wise. I just mean like he's, he's hardcore into his games. Game. Mm-hmm. Right? He's like TV isn't. Like that is my TV. Would he say yes? You know, would would that would we ever enter a world where that's acceptable in the marketplace? I, I that and that yeah, that's very interesting know. to me. That is very interesting to me as well. To I think just given my own opinion of the thing, like it would be a very depressing time if people would accept spending, not in terms of the number, but in terms of the the value of that money on yeah. A gaming console, it just doesn't seem to be. We're, we're not there yet. And I, yeah, I hope no, we don't I, get there because games should be a little bit more affordable. Yeah, and I think I think one of the I think one of the factors is the fact that uh, factors is the fact. Listen to me. One of the factors is I can get a shitty TV that's eighteen twenty inches diagonal for a hundred dollars, or I can get a Gigantor TV for a thousand dollars. I can't say I can get a shitty. PSP or a shitty um, Xbox 360 for $100, or I can get a high-end Xbox 360. That's still that's still in the realm of computers. Yeah, very. You know? Actually, so the, you and, know, and, well, what I, do you mean? Well, I can't, I can't get, like, I can't get a 360 with more graphics. Well, right, I know. It's just <laughs> than the other 360. It sounded like you put it in the same pot as computers, but computers. Are no, 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 no. Oh, I didn't. Okay. I completely didn't. Yeah, all right. I said, I said that the ability to buy a higher end or lower end model of the of a, a machine that does what you want it to do in the space of playing games, that's in the realm of computers. Oh, because oh, I, I can see. buy a lower end computer to play my games at a shittier frame rate. Yes. But and, yeah, and, you only have one choice when it, I mean you have choices right. when it comes to Xbox, but they all do the same thing at this core. Right, and and I guess that's the that's the whole purpose behind it being a standard and it having to be at that price. Mm-hmm. You know, which is which I agree. That's why we're not there yet, and we probably won't ever see that. But I kind of feel I I kind of wonder if there is ever a day, you know, like you like like I was alluding to before, if you know we get a super high end console, you know, somehow I don't know how it gets funded. I don't, but Maybe a really high end, like I don't know how how a company is going to 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 justify spending the R and D, and uh, you know the development <laughs> and all the all those costs on developing a console that was a thousand dollars, right? Well, and, ex- and expect like it to sell, right? Right? Like how do you fund that? Like I guess you have to be a company that has deep coffers. And you know, use your cash cow to kind of back that thing up. Uh, and um, the SNK also used the fact that the same hardware was in arcades, and the arcade men, well, the arcade right. vendors were funding this, and they still provided at a very limited uh, quantity the right. home console, which was like, you know, only the elite of the elite of the elite would have ever purchased in the first place because each game was like 150 bucks. 
Right. Um. But wow, we've 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 gone deep into this price thing off of a off of a, 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 <laughs> a mailbag entry. No, 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 no. Mailbag no. entry is fine. I'm talking about the fact that this is a non-serious question that yeah. Ed, Ed you asked. Um, so let's actually go to Dende's, uh, James Connors' uh, question um, that actually came into the mailbag. It says, how do you guys feel about the touchpad on the back of Sony's new portable? Well, we know how Pete feels about it. <laughs> do you feel this will take some of the problems away from current touchscreen games, namely the fact that you need to touch controls displayed on top of what you need to look at? No, it will not take the problems away. Um, I'm just going to say really quickly um, that... If you can't see what you're touching, it kind of makes it weird. Yeah, I was going to say that too. But I'm looking at this. I don't know if on the one-up page it's a design or if it's an actual photo of the back of the NGP. But what, this big-ass like square in the middle with the triangle, circle, X square? I think, I think, that's, I think that's the design. That is what it is. That's a photo, I think. I mean. Okay. So that's the touch pad on the back? Yeah. Yeah. Or is that a cover for the touchpad on the back? I we don't. I know. think it's a touchpad. Yeah. I think it's a touchpad. So, yeah, I, it's probably something that's gonna take some getting used to. But still, it's like you're holding it, and then what? You're touching it with your your the tips of your other fingers. You don't even play games like that. Yeah, I I, I think I look at that, and I don't see touch controls. I see motions. I see swiping. I mm-hmm. see tapping. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, like actually now thinking about it, I'm like, yo, if designers can come up with some funky way to use that, like that sounds really awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I I would be totally down for that. Like, I would totally be like, all right, you know what? DS took it to another level. This shit is taking it to yet another level where there's so much, so many points of interactivity that it all becomes. And, and I could like, I'm I'm looking at my, I'm picking up my three my DS I uh, Excel right now and just imagine imagine myself playing this. And, like, my fingers are resting on the back. Mm-hmm. And I could totally, like, tap, swipe naturally, you know? My middle finger is my ring fingers, you know? And if they could... Im- oh, you know what would be funny? Imagine if they did a rock band <laughs> for, for this <laughs> PSP and you, just, you could just tap along uh, on the drum, uh, you know, for, for the drum parts. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, it certainly opens the door for, for interesting swiping mechanics to go along with your button-based mechanics, but it doesn't take away the problems of on-screen touch controls. And besides the fact that it's a PSP, it's like, well, why do I need on-screen touch controls? I have all this stuff already. But it does you know, have on-screen touch controls. W- I mean, with that, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, what I took from... Oh... The fact that you need to touch controls displayed on what you need to look at, yeah. I mean that that that's always that's going to be a problem no matter what. And I, you know, that's why I champion the usage of a stylus. And I wish that they would come up with a capacitive stylus so that I could use my finger or the stylus on the same touchscreen. And I know they exist. I know that there's some capacitive styluses up there, but I, I out there, but I, I want them to make it a standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't think that problem will ever go away unless you have a really, really weird-looking skinny finger. Um, <laughs> because, like, let's let's your hand is going to be there. Yeah, and but, it's going to cover something. Right, and, and and quite honestly, with like the PS, like I saw the demo of um, Uncharted where he was swiping for Nathan Drake to climb up on a thing. Like he would swipe up, and they're not going to do stuff like that. I mean, maybe they will, but like that's not going to be mandatory for you to play a game that way. They're not going to make you do that. Um, 
unless they're fucking crazy. And I, I don't I don't see that being a problem as long as the designers take great care with it. Um, I think with the iPod Touch and the iPhone and Android phones, it it's you have to because obviously like for most of the for most of the time, unless you have a Droid or an Epic, you don't have a hard keyboard. So you're mm-hmm. gonna have to have those on-screen controls. And having a t- like if if my phone had a touchpad or or if if an iPod had a touch panel on the back, again, how do you like? How do you ensure that where you're touching is you know corresponding to what you want to happen on the on the front screen? You can't. Yeah, you can't. Oh, there has to be some kind of indication on the right. front. And sure, but maybe it's not meant to be a, a, a one of those right. like a front touch screen. It, it's not supposed to be used the same way. Right. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe they feel that. Hey, when you touch on the panel, a little cursor comes out, which would be fine. Mm-hmm. But then you have to make it a touch sensitive, not touch sensitive, a pressure sensitive panel, because then how do you differentiate from tapping to select and tapping to navigate a cursor? With right. the Wii remote, you you know you don't select anything until you actually press the button. With a mouse, you don't select anything until you press the button. But with a stylus, you know, when I'm playing a DS game on a stylus, there's no way that I can just you know. There's no need to because I have the stylus, but you know, let's 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 think about a Wacom tablet. Wacom, Wacom, Wacom. I don't know how you pronounce it. I think it's um, Wacom. A, the Wacom tablet or the Apple, that stupid Magic Mouse bullshit. That whatever they call it, I'm saying it's bullshit because I hate the names. Mm-hmm. But like you know, you know that that touchpad that they that you use as a mouse or whatever. Yeah, it's like, it's like okay, you can move the mouse control and everything, but how how do you differentiate between? Using dragging your finger across the screen to move your mouse, and then you know selecting something. Do you lift your finger off and then tap it again? Well, if you did that, like, like sometimes with touch panels on my laptop, you know, sometimes I'll like because it, uh, you know, my finger will slip. It'll mm-hmm. accidentally like move Double the cursor tap. a little bit. Yeah, oh, or move the cursor when you're trying to tap. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Or or if I'm trying to move the cursor a little bit, it'll register as a tap and select something I didn't want it to. So, like, with the touch panel in the back, like, how do you kind of um, separate that motion? Because the the, the air, it's, it, again, it's it's harder because you can't see what your fingers are doing or, or it, they're on the back. So you kind of want to make it pressure sensitive so that, like, you lightly have your finger dragging across the thing. And I'm dragging it across my table like everyone can see me. <laughs> it's not too haste. But, like, you drag your finger across, and then when you want to select something, you just press a little bit harder. Um, it's gonna, I don't know. I, I don't yeah, know how that could work. So it, the problem would be human error. You get people who are always pressed really hard against the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if if you're trying to play Super Meat Boy on your on your PSP NGP Hardcore Mad World, like you are going to break it because you're pressing it too hard, and the touch panel is going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope we answered your question. Uh, thanks for the thanks for the mailbag. Um, let's go over the rest of this shit. Okay, so so we know it's it's got that touch panel. You mentioned it's like a cell phone, and why is that? It's because what it's does got, it have? Uh, let's see. Let's rattle down the list from memory. <clears throat> it's got a <laughs> GPS. <laughs> okay. It's got Wi-Fi. It's got okay. 3G. Yep. It's got accelerometer and gyroscope like the PlayStation Move. Um, it's got a touch screen on the front, touch screen on the back. It's got two analog sticks. It's got um. What else does my phone have? <laughs> oh, it's got an OLED screen, five-inch OLED screen. Why my phone has an AMOLED screen, um, <clears throat> which means bright, vibrant colors. 
And uh, I think that that list is. I'm just now gonna look at the official list. Oh, it's got a quad core processor, quad core oh, ARM, shit, and uh, a silicon graphics GPU. So, front camera and real camera. That's the other thing. Do you th- so so? It's basically a, a a DSi XL on steroids. Yeah, with um, GPS. Like uh, on steroids. So. Do you think? Did they say anything about it coming with any data plans? No, they did not yet, because I'm pretty sure that they haven't really fleshed all that out yet, and they're probably not even like talking about America really. They're, you know, the whole thing was in Japan, and they're talking about it's coming out at the end of the year, probably only in Japan. Uh, at this point, I don't know if they're really going to be able to do a worldwide launch of this thing, <clears throat> especially right. given that they have to coordinate all these things with. You, you're gonna have to get this PS ugh, NGP with some kind of data plan. Like for example, um, I'm trying to figure. I think it's AT&T that the Nook works with. Um, and the Nook and the Kindle, I be, believe both. They both use piggyback AT&T. onto yeah. Um, so that means that a provider is gonna have to give you that kind of access. And you know, providers have different kinds of networks. Sprint has CDMA. Um, the AT&T 3G, I believe, is GSM, uh, as is, I think, uh, Verizon. And that means that I have Sprint. I'm going to have to get an AT&T plan or some kind of AT&T hookup to be able to use 3G on my NGP, which means I have to pay now a separate bill. As far as I know, the Kindle, the Kindle does not require you to have a data agreement. That's true, and neither does the, uh, the Nook. But I think that their data usage is so low. It's so low that you right, you won't need it. Right. And so that that makes me wonder, like with the with the uh, PGPSTFG, <laughs> what, <laughs> like how 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 that's going to come out? And they say that there's going to be two versions: one with 3G, one without. Right. And I think that that's um, going to bring the 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 one without 3G is probably going to bring it to like a 250 price point. Right. Um. So you know, I I just wonder what they're and I look at all this stuff and. You know, one side of my brain is like, dude, I fucking want this thing. The other side of my brain is, why all the shit? Like, that, I mean, if if this is going to end up costing the mythical $400, $450, $500 price point, because $500 is still under $599, um, like, it's because of all the stuff that they slam in there. Do you really need it? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, are they basically saying, yo, um... We know that our market wants this thing to play video games on it, um, but we're also betting that they're going to want 3G on it and like, and a GPS. And it's like, we're betting that people don't have phones. <laughs> like, what? Like, and, and may, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you have... Um, maybe you... you, you and, and this is a viable thing because of the voice quality, but maybe you have like a, a, a cheesy old flip phone... And that that has a, you know, regular ass keypad, regular ass screen, and a little antenna sticking out the top, you know, and and it has a little charm dangling off of it because you're Japanese or something, mm-hmm. um, and then you buy this thing because it has your maps, it has 3G, and if you wanted to check your Gmail on your PSP NG FG CDI, you could. So I I don't know how many people are out there. I mean, there there's certainly some people. We still have their old flip phones. Uh, Dave, my friend Dave does. Um, my yeah, parents my mom do. Does. Uh, because because our our parents would definitely want a PSP and G three O. 
You um, said video. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to bring that up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I start to wonder maybe like, is that what they're trying to do? Because short of that, it doesn't seem practical. I want it, but it doesn't seem practical. Like, is that the smart move? It's, it's like, do you remember back when they announced the PlayStation Three, and they're like, "Yo, this PlayStation is gonna have like, this PlayStation gonna have." I, I'm talking like Charlie Murphy now. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have like seven inputs. You can put it on seven screens, <laughs> and it does everything flawlessly. And it's gonna have seven. I can't do it anymore. It's gonna have like seven USB ports and like nine thousand gigawatts and shit. And then like it came out and was like, "Yo, we kind of took all that stuff out." I mean, like, is is I hope that I I kind of hope they 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 go back to the drawing board and think about it, because what I don't want them to do, and it's not like I necessarily care about Sony, but like I would like to see this platform thrive because like not be like the, the original PSP, which you know, well, granted, the original PSP is kind of just pirate hogged, and that's the reason the, why. Yeah, the original PSP I think uh, is dwindling because of piracy, but for for all intents and purposes, I think it is still a success. You know, yeah. it's 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 definitely a success. The fact that it's the device is out there, they have a platform, and Nintendo can't be like, "Yo, we own this shit." It's like, all right, yeah, you got like double. You, you may, okay, you have double the sales, and that's huge. But there are still a lot of people toting PSPs around. Correct. You know, and people tell me, "Yo, GameCube was a failure." I'm like, "Yo, look how many millions of people bought it." They may be last in the race, but look how many millions of people bought it, and they sold every single box at a profit. Failure? Okay, whatever you say. You know, so these this platform is that platform was a success. The PSP was a success. Um, specifically, what I'm talking about now, and I would like it. I like I would like to continue seeing it evolve into a place where it's like, yo, I don't have to sit at home to play something that looks as good as Uncharted. Right, and now with the abilities of the NGP, I don't have to sit at home to play a game that looks as good as Uncharted <clears throat> online. Right. Which you is, know? That, that's a really cool idea. Like, that's something that really should happen. But then you gotta, you know, you gotta think about the fact that 3G is not really all that fast, and Wi-Fi really should have had, well, the internet in general should have had a much larger penetration in yep. in this country, in the U.S. Yes. And yes. I know that, um, like, in... The state of New York, just they were talking about trying to like you know expand the penetration of the internet in the country and have things mm. like you know uh, have farmers in the middle of their farm be able to sell their product from the privacy of their home, which technically would be an awesome idea to be able to sell your your crops over the internet. It's cool, but we don't right. have that, and there's all this big vast Midwest, this part of the country that is spotty with its internet. And that affects I, the ability of Wi-Fi being, like, the only thing to include in these devices. Because, oh, you know, I can go on Wi-Fi and I can just, you know, hit this hotspot here. And I can be in a car, kid be in the back seat. And as I'm driving, the thing's just hopping from hotspot to hotspot, not even losing the connection. And the kid is able to play online. Now you got to rely on 3G. I, if I had a harmonica and I could play the harmonica, I'd be playing it right now. Why? Because you just because because you're mentioned of the Midwest and just <laughs> even though even though it's not like you know complete like like directly associated with one another, that's just what I think. Mm-hmm. I think about like a, a, a less dense um, area without internet. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I, I I wonder like, and maybe that's why they maybe they probably wanted to be like, yo, we we should go for four G, 
And they were probably like, yo, it might be too expensive to include that kind of hardware. To, you know what I mean? Yeah, and maybe they had to roll stages. it back to 3G. And there's also the uh, other issue of the fact that while 4G is in its baby steps, there's no standard for 4 I mean, Granted, there's no standard for 3G, but there's no real standard for 4G. You got people using LTE. You got some people using WiMAX, like Sprint. Uh, but, and it, you know, they, all, they just call it 4G because it's easier to market. Right, because it's it's basically based on the standard of how fast it is, not right. a standard of the <clears throat> method of transmission. And since Sprint came out with WiMAX first, um, LTE seems to be like a better thing. I'm not even sure. Right. But I know that Sprint isn't going to change from using WiMAX. So you're going to continue having this divide of GSM versus CDMA. And then there's, oh, I forgot about HESPA+. Plus. HESPA Plus is another 4G standard that I think uh, is being employed in this country. HESPA is usually something that's employed in Europe. So, ugh, it's it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. 4G is not going to happen. But 3G, at least you can say, oh, AT&T use right. their GSM. And, and this makes me wonder the th- if they, you know, if they should. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they come out with a, you know, a, a, a PSB NGOE Neo Geo with 3G and then one without, right? Will the one without still have the GPS in there? You know, what sense right. does it make? What sense does it make to spend the money to include a GPS hardware, GPS capable hardware in the device that not only costs more, but probably takes up more, you know, more onboard space or whatever? I don't even know if that's a, that's a huge problem. It's probably just on a chip. But, you know, could they save more and make more of a profit by being like, yo, not only does this 3G version. Like, and not only does this non-3G version not have 3G, because that's why it's named that, mm. but it also doesn't have the GPS, and guess what? You get to pay $100 less. I, I have a, a, a question about that, though. We don't know why they're putting in GPS, but if GPS is, say... I see, where, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> if it's something that is integral to gaming, then you now have uh, an imbalance... You have people who have You're right. You're GPS, completely right. And then the people who don't have GPS can't play the game that has GPS, so they probably all will have GPS. Or you can't put GPS factors in games. And then yeah, you know, what's the purpose of having GPS? Oh, yeah, in a game console. Yeah. So it's gonna have to happen. see because because when I read all that shit and and when you when you started rattling off the list of what they have, mm-hmm. I was like GPS. What the fuck? Like. Like to me, it was like all th- what they're trying to do is is be like, oh crap, the DS has this and all that, the iPhones have that and all this. Yo, we we got yo, we gotta get it all. We gotta yeah. put it all in one box. Get get the GPS, get the get the three G, get get the Apple commercial dude and put him in the box and like sell it. God, do it all, and then they make the announcement, and then people are like, what? Why do you have GPS? That's that's what I was thinking. It was like all they were doing was very was being very reactionary to be like, yo, we, uh, blah, blah. it's kind of like it's kind of like what they sort of did with the PSP Go when it was just like, yo, downloads, da- downloads, download store. Yo, we got put it out. We got to do it. We got we got to make a device that's completely targeted to downloads. Take out the UMD slot. Make it cost more, but take it out. <laughs> just got, like they're, they're completely just reacting to to what's going on out there, and I was like, you don't have to fight head to head with that shit. Like you don't right. have to jam a GPS in there if you haven't had time to think about a solid usage for it. Like why do you want one? But now you bring up the salient point of 
what if game designers are like, yo, we could we could do something with this if you would put this in there. Like, we are doing, like, I know that there are some, I don't know what they are, but I've heard of, of games on the App Store for the iPhone that, that naturally can't be played on the iPod Touch because the iPod Touch doesn't have a GPS. Mm. Or 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 that ca- or that or that capability to at least hook into a three G network to you know what I mean get yeah. you know get navigation and like developers have been making like app store games that use the GPS I don't know what they are I don't know if they're good but the you know the innovation is out there right and I'm wondering like does it is it enough is it enough for Sony to for 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 this to have been a smart decision a a pr- an appropriate decision. And I'm not calling Nintendo the king of business decisions, but I I think about like okay, well Nintendo didn't include one in theirs. Are they really concerned about having a GPS in there just because the iPhone does? No. Yeah, well, no. They're, they're trying not to. Even they're looking at the iPhone. Right. They're not even looking at it, but they still. They 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 still kind of you know. Uh, they still they they still kind of have to consider it as as a business, you know. Mm-hmm. They and and. You know, we know that they're not looking at it, and you know my response to that is, well, they should be. They shouldn't be mimicking it, but they should be like, hmm, what are they like? This goes back. This goes back to my ranting about the about the you know the eShop. It's like, what are they doing that we can do without changing our DNA? Well, you know, it's 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 a distribution model. Let's let's take some of their distribution model while making games that we make because mm-hmm. we know how to do that. And so Sony, you know. Has taken the complete seems to be taking the complete opposite approach and is like, yo, uh, we uh, shit, shit. What do we do? Yo, <laughs> yo, make them. It's like the Penny Arcade comic. Yo, put out the move and then be like, yo, ours is black. We got a black. <laughs> we got black weeds now. When did that happen? You know, it's like, yo, we. I've, I look at all this stuff. I will could do. We could do it too, but we have buttons. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's, it's like, like 3ds has buttons too. Where did that happen? <laughs> but yeah, it's, just, it's like it's just, it, you know they. I feel like I feel like they're trying to really do like the whole thing of competing on all fronts, and God bless them for trying. But it comes to a certain point, like I was saying last week. Like I think a you know company should try to capture as many markets as possible until it becomes unfeasible. And I feel like if this thing is gonna come out for five five hundred and seventy six dollars. <laughs> That that that's when it becomes unfeasible, and and f- for Sony's sake, they can't take too much of a loss on this. They really can't. No, they can't. Because if 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 people f- continue to figure out how to crack the PlayStation platform, and eventually they will, that yeah. there's no avoiding it. They will. No, no avoiding it at all. They need to find a way to make money on this machine. Excuse me, I just. Burp the nice one there, you know they 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 need to find a way to do that. Otherwise, this thing is dead in the water. Like, I can't I can't see, I, I can't see this thing coming out for two eighty nine, and Sony being happy about the money that they're making. No, because know. they're not going to be making any. Um, I can't see it coming out for five hundred and eighty seven dollars, and people being happy about buying this. You know what I mean? So that. I I feel like I feel like they really got to be smart about what they do with the hardware that's in there. I think that the touchscreen is great. I think that the touch panel is really cool. I think that the dual analog sticks perfect. Now take that 
and move forward really carefully. Do you really need that 3G in there? Do you really need that GPS? Let's let's see what, what else is in there. Um, oh, the other thing. Do you, like, even though I think the rear the rear facing touchpad is cool, mm -hmm. do you do you really need that with the gyroscope and the accelerometer? You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I, I feel, I, I feel like, I feel like, yes, there is, there's some space for some awesome innovation there, but you are throwing so much into this soup that it is too heavy to eat, and <laughs> it's like, am I going to, am I going to want to spend the money on some stuff that I don't think is necessarily all that necessary? And thank God that the PlayStation Three turns out to be the best blue. Blu-ray player on the market. I will fight yeah. anyone who, I will fight anybody who argues with that. I don't like think it is a, will. it is a solid Blu-ray player. It, it, it just because of its functions as a, as a set-top box, as a gaming machine, like it can, it, it's more easy for it to. Re anyway, not going to get <laughs> on that soapbox. Like, but back then, it's like that blue laser diode was the shit that was like, yo, not only is this making this thing expensive, but it's making it really, really hard to manufacture, making it even more expensive. And someone right. tried to tell me, like, yo, like, it's not expensive because of, you know, the diode. I'm like, it, it, like it's not expensive because of Blu-ray. It's because it's expensive because they put it all together. Like, what, should it not have Blu-ray? And I'm like, no, it is expensive because that every, like you just said, every component adds to the expense. And Blu-ray is one of the more expensive components that goes in there. How can you tell me that it's, that it wouldn't be cheaper if they took the Blu-ray out? How can you tell me that and, like, and, and not expect me to, like, vomit on you? Like really, <laughs> like how how are you a human being with a brain? Like you're dumb if you think that, and it's like all this stuff that's going. And I realize some of it's marketing and some of it's you know just kind of setting a, a a a premium on your product. But still, you you know, again, thank God it became a great Blu-ray player, and thank God the price the prices continued to drop. But are you going to really shove all this thing, all this stuff, into the Neo Geo box and? <laughs> And expect it to expect it to either sell or make you money. And like all that being said, I still want one. I still want one with all this <laughs> stuff in there just to have be like, look at this toy that I have. I don't need like a I don't need a droid or, or I don't need a, a fancy cell phone anymore because I can check my mail on my PS3 Joe Gigo and like I don't need to, to fuss around with like shitty voice reception. You know, because because I'm gonna have a regular flip phone again, and it's gonna be fine. You know, but you know, it's it just seems it it seems unrealistic. It seems like a fucking unicorn. You know what I mean? And and I think this is something that Ethan has been saying for a long time, like before the iPhone came out. He was like, "Yo, I want something that does everything, and I will buy it." And I'm like, "You're kind of right, but will everyone else buy it? Right. And if no one else buys it, will your device be supported?" Um, so I don't know, like what, like I, I, I've basically been like, like ranting about this. What are your, what are your thoughts about all the shit that's going in there? Like, I mean, well, do you think they've dug themselves <laughs> into a hole where like now they have to go forward with it? Or like, you think maybe, 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 you know, they can kind of take a step back and be like, you know what? Let's make like 10 non 3G models for every 3, 3G model that we make. Uh. Hmm. That was a robotic yawn. Oh, that was probably because you were accepting the uh file Yes, question, the file, yes. Which I, I was just kind of looking, and it was hilarious, this, the screen. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, comma, I've been give a new force. Oh, I love it.
<laughs> it's great. Oh, uh, what, what's oh, that quote man. from from Samurai Shodan too? Once upon a time, there were there were a man who was dangerous oh, yes. or something. Mm-hmm. You, you well, anyway, you give your your thoughts on 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 the top on you know the whole Jack in a Box thing while I go find that quote. Jack in a Box thing. All right. Well, uh, let me look at this thing here. I just want to see what this front screen that that they keep showing with the finger on it. Where is it? Damn it. All right. Let's see. Looking at the the design of this store here. Store. Screen. You have PlayStation Store, web browser, photos, friends, Little Deviants, which is probably a game, Hot Shots Golf Next, which is also probably a game, trophies, messages, near, which may be a GPS thing, and Uncharted, portable. So... I'm trying to figure out, just like based on their introduction of the device, whether they provided some kind of support or justification for all the little features that they have. Now, obviously, they have um, great justification for using features such as the motion sensing gyroscope slash mm-hmm. uh, accelerometer and probably the electronic compass, which um, I don't know, probably. Um, the Wi-Fi is a need. You got you can't have a, a portable device without some kind of wireless connectivity, and Wi-Fi is certainly the standard at this point. And this is right. also an 802.11bgn connector. So <laughs> NGP GBBGN <laughs> PSP A2DP Voice to men Bell um, Biv DeVoe, CNC Music, Factor GP. I don't fucking know. Anyhow, um, you know, 802.11n is not exactly the most widespread um, connectivity method used for um, internet. I mean, 802.11n is like 145 megs a second, something like that. 802.11g is 53 megs a second. What is uh, maximum internet speed of on average is like 10 megs a second. So you're not even using 802.11g, you know? Right. Uh, it's really just for like, okay, I have an 802.11n network at home, and I want to transfer movies from my computer to my PS3 if my PS3 had 802.11n, which it doesn't. But I'll just use the 360 as an example. Now, here's the problem. For 802.11n, you have to have a pure 802.11n network to be able to use 802.11n. So if you have a whole bunch of devices that use G, you're going to be stuck with using G. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm reading the Samurai Showdown to English. Oh, no. And we have, to, we, we have to read this off after we're done talking about the PGP2NG3. We have to. I'm going to I'm going to send you the link and you scroll. <laughs> yes. Keep going. I'm sorry. All right. It's all good. Oh um, my god, this is Oh great. god. I'm I'm gonna leave that right there. Leave that, leave it there. I'm not gonna be able to, <laughs> to, to to talk if I read <laughs> Um So it also has a front and rear camera, which means that there will probably be like, you know uh facial recognition games, something like that. Uh, and I'm cool with that. I, I'm cool, cool with, with that, that because too, yeah, because yeah. the DS has it as well, front and rear facing cameras. And well, it's not. It's not that the DS has. Uh, remember, I, I'm not necessarily a proponent of yo. That shit is in that thing. We gotta put it in ours too. But no, more no, of I'm a, not, more I'm of a factor. Not that. Yeah. Uh, more of a factor that it. 
Oh, I was, I was, I just <laughs> more of a factor that like these days it seems to be a very, very cheap item to include, and you can like, like you said, you can do stuff with it that's innovative. Mm-hmm. You know? Which is why I brought up the DS because um, the DS has that feature. And oh yeah, it's being yeah, used. yeah. It's practical. So, um, and my phone has it, and it's somewhat practical. Like my my video chat isn't really all that great because three G is slow. Yo, randomly. Before you go back to what you're saying, mm-hmm. did you know that there was an app because people are like, you know, to, to to avoid people texting on the streets or avoid the trouble that comes with people texting on the streets? There was an app that basically used a camera that let you text on a clear background that showed what the camera was looking at. So if you held your phone up, you could text and walk and see what you were you know, where you oh, were walking goodness. at the same time, which is a really, really bad idea. <laughs> I was yeah. like, why would you do that? Anyway, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, the main issue, I think, like the most expensive gear that's in here besides the, the core gear, which is like the quad-core arm um, and the GPU, which pretty much generates those PS3 um quality graphics and provides you with enough horsepower to play games at a good frame rate. Uh the most expensive stuff is really I think um probably the motion sensing and the GPS and the 3G. Right. And it's just weird that like they throw all this stuff in here and you you look at products that have all that stuff like well <clears throat> The e-readers don't have GPS, but e-readers have 3G and Wi-Fi. And most of the e-readers that have 3G and Wi-Fi are close to $200. And all right. it is is just a black and white screen. Well, you know, quote unquote black and white screen with a spinach uh, screen. Um, you know, the processor's not probably not that fast because I'm looking at Evelyn's Nook, and she's just I just bought her the Wi-Fi only Nook. Uh huh. And I'm pretty sure that it's the exact same type of Nook as the 3G Wi-Fi Nook, which I think, um, if I'm right, one of those is being phased out. I think it might be the 3G Wi-Fi Nook. Um, but that's neither here nor there. <clears throat> the performance of the actual device, like between pressing like page turns, things like that, there's a significant delay, which makes me think that the processor is not really all that fast, but it doesn't have to be because you're just reading. Right, right. And... So most of the price in <clears throat> the Nook is probably in the technology for the e-ink and the Wi-Fi slash 3G, which in this case is like um I think it's a fifty or sixty dollar difference. Uh, so for kinda... the for the Kindle, it is a fifty dollar difference. It's one thirty nine versus one eighty nine. Yeah, I think it's a similar price. I think it's between one forty nine and one ninety nine for the Nook. Um. Well, maybe it's the same price now because they price matching each other. So you say, okay, $50. You can kind of say all things considered, 3G is worth $50. Um, then you have the GPS, which, of course, is probably going to bounce up the price by another $50. Um, which, of course, means that if you take a device that has an NGP that has no 3G, no GPS, it could very well be... $100 less than the other one, right? Which makes you think, okay, well, what am I paying $100 for? Um, I guess I'm paying $100 for the ability to play online anywhere, but maybe not play online anywhere because 3G is slow. Right. And 
3G is also very congested. So now you're adding to the congestion of 3G because if you add it to AT&T, AT&T's oh. 3G network is completely overwhelmed. And then you're going to add uh, a game console that potentially could explode and add another, you know, couple hundred thousand users in the first week. It's probably not going to be that good. Maybe on Verizon, right. maybe their 3G is getting a little better. But that's part of the reason why everybody's kind of trying to do this push to 4G so they can free up some 3G bandwidth. Um, right. I just think that like throwing all this stuff in here is almost like exactly what you're saying. Like they're like, oh well, we gotta have something, something that's gonna make this device look like it's really practical. Like it does everything that every normal like person would want to do. Oh, you want to play games, or you want to uh, use the internet anywhere. You could do all this anywhere now. Now instead of like in 3D, it's like anywhere. You, you <laughs> anywhere. Games, anywhere. You want to look at the internet anywhere. You right. want to watch movies anywhere, you can do it with the NGP. And mind you, um, there's going to be no 3G, 3G, 3D support. Uh, I read somewhere that they're not considering doing a 3D anything with the NGP, whether it's 3D with glasses. 3D with That's kind of a relief. Before. Yeah, it's kind of a relief because now it's like, okay, okay, you want to do everything that everybody else does. Yeah. Not only that, but like now that's going to, you know, with that bigger screen, which looks really nice, by the way, mm-hmm. like... With that bigger screen and everything, great. How much is that going to cost? You know, how much is how how much is is adding a 3D screen going to cost for? What's the resolution? Nine sixty nine sixty horizontal. I think that's like that's twice the resolution of the regular PSP, which is kind of awesome. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, I think I it's nine sixty by four eighty or something like that. Yeah. Um. So four eighty p. Um. Aren't we in 1080p era now? Blah, 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 blah. Well, 1080p on a freaking heart, uh, handheld would be <laughs> revolutionary, I think. Yeah. It's just, and plus... A gaming revolution. It's extremely expensive as well. Right. Um, but, okay, so we've gone over the hardware and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. How about um, the... Well, I, I guess there's not much we know about this, but um, I'm looking at this home interface and it's just like a touch screen it's called live area <laughs> let's see the system and i'm reading this from chris Perra's article on one up mm-hmm. says the system supports a brand new interface called live area that will be home to your games trophies friends list messages a browser and other applications it can easily be accessed while playing a game thank god and will offer news on what you're playing and activity log shows blah blah blah, blah, blah. so we've heard all this from 3ds and you know pretty much like an Xbox Live thing. Yeah. Um, but it's, it just looks like any old touchscreen interface mm-hmm. to me. I'm going to sneeze! <laughs> 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 I... Wait, wait. There's this other part. Also accessible from Live Area is something called Near, which uses it utilizes the device's GPS to track where you've moved with your NGP and let you know what other NGP users are playing nearby. So then that definitely... Okay. GPS is probably going to be standard. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Well, I so so. Wow. That that just that derailed my train of thought. I was like <laughs> near far. What? But um. I was gonna make a comment about um. Liberia? Yeah, I like the XMB, and I I'm kind of sad that they're not continuing using it. You know. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's something that you kind of got not used to, but it's it's an attractive little thing. 
Yeah, and it's it's it, it makes sense. It's it's pretty simple to like it, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty simple to intuit. You know, it's not like the easiest thing in the world, but it's still simple. And like I honestly I don't like um, Nintendo's home screen interfaces. I don't like the Wii the Wii menu. Like just just like yo, it, because it, it's basically the iPhone style thing of like yo, here's the here's this stuff and. It's just on the screen. Mm-hmm. Good luck finding it. B- thanks. I thank you. I I will have fun digging through this thing and trying to find something that I just downloaded, even though I don't know where it is because you put it somewhere at the end of the list or something. I don't know. Like I hate that. And and I hate that. Um, have you ever seen a DSI menu? No. I mean, I have, but I don't remember what it looks like. It's that, except instead of a grid, it's just all in one row. Constantly scrolling, 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 left to right, left to right, and it's just like, all right, thanks. You know, this is twenty twenty oh nine, twenty ten, twenty eleven. You know, I think interface design good has advanced a little bit, maybe just a smidgen. You know, maybe you don't want to just dump everything there, like it's a computer desktop. You know, so I, I don't, I don't know about that. Um. Did they show any screenshots of the 3DS's home screen? I believe so. What does it um, look like? I think... I don't remember. I guess we'll have to look at the giant bomb thing. Let's see. 3DS. Uh, Nintendo 3DS. Nintendo! Okay. Ah, scroll, you stupid wheel. I don't see anything that's... Um, I don't see pictures. Is there a... Do they have photo galleries here? Um, ah, uh, they on Giant Bomb. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they they should. So if you go to the 3DS object, uh, yeah, I'm or concept, the... they should it should have it there. But, Where do I find it? Is the question. Uh, type in 3DS. Uh, click on the item. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at more Samurai Showdown. Uh, type uh-huh. in 3DS. Uh, click on the item, and then there should be an images on the on the left sidebar. Oh, oh um, that image is okay. It does go specifically for that, not just em- images in general. Right. <coughs> I see. Uh, okay, here it is. It looks like a combination of the DSi. And, it basically it's like the DSi menu, like you were saying, mm-hmm. but it's um, two rows. But <sighs> at the same time, on the top screen, it looks like there's kind of like a main menu of things that maybe they're broken down into those categories. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I, I just but here, here's the image. I'll show, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Um, I just feel like with this with this especially, it, it with the with the live area, it's just like, hey, iPhone does it. Let's do it too. Except ours is different because it's hexagonal. <laughs> Great, thanks. Yeah. It, yeah. Really thank you, you know. Um, I definitely like the uh, going on to other things. I definitely like the form factor. I I've grown accustomed to the brick that is the PSP, um, up to the point where I actually like it, and I like the way that um, the front bezel is designed, um, especially taking that bottom row of buttons out. Mm-hmm. Like they move, start, and select. Like the. Where's my PSP? I don't know where it is, but like they they you know they have like the video button and the music button yeah, yeah. and then like the brightness button and it's no, like right under the screen. 
Yeah, and it's like, well, now that we have a home screen, you can just bring it up and lower or increase the the the, the, the volume, the um, the brightness there. Like, there's no need for all that stupid bottom row of buttons. It made it like jut out. Like, ah, I don't know. It was just unpleasant. And this thing, this thing looks really nice and sleek. And you know, I would never doubt Sony's design team on the portable. Maybe with the Panini Grill PS3, but that's another story. <laughs> you know. Like I look at the I look at the DS Lite and I was like that thing is fantastic and then I look at the 3DS and I'm like that thing is kind of fantastic but it's also kind of fat and big and you know it it's like it's like an elegant fat it's curvy it is plus sized but this thing is you know this thing just looks great um, I like the little grips on the back oh the grips I think that's a part of the uh, the the touchscreen because there's a picture on Giant Bomb of fingers I think that's inaccurate though. Okay. Cause... I feel I personally feel like that's inaccurate. Um but as I scroll through this, now we come to Michael Pactor saying that he believes that the NG3PCO R2D2 will be priced in the 249 range. Huh, if it was, it would be extremely competitive. X triple extremely competitive. Um M2 Research's Billy Pigeon was also positive in his assessment of the NGP, but expressed the price, expects the price to be higher. He said, $299 will be a great launch price, but the components in the NGP aren't cheap, so I could see it going as high as $399 to start. So it's just all over the place. I think Pactor won a bet with Garnet Lee of Weekend Confirmed um, about the 3DS pricing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Garnet said it would be like, it would it might be maybe... Three hundred. I can't remember. Garnet, I'm sorry if you you don't listen to this, so you don't care. But <laughs> I think I, I all I know is that Pactor said it would be below two seventy nine or in that two fifty price range, and Garnet was like, no, three hundred or something like that, and Garnet lost, and so he owed Michael Pactor a dollar, which he gave it to him. Nice training. Pac- it, yeah, but if Pactor lost a bet, Pactor had to buy Garnet a move bundle. Wow. So high stakes. Yeah. That's why he probably did it because he knew he was right. Right, right, right. So, so like, I look. A lot of people are like, "Yo, Michael Pactor's stupid. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's not a gamer." Point taken. But he knows industries. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go out there and say that he's right about 250. I'm just going to say that I'm going to. There's no way to tell until the price comes out. There's no way. But if if you had to put a gun to my head and say. Do you think it's going to be in the 250 range or the 500 range? You know, if 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 you know this industry expert is going to say the 250 range, and believe me, I know people are skeptical, but like, like I, you know, my my somewhat successful foray in school, actually no, not really successful because I got really sick of finance and accounting and switched out of those majors. <laughs> um, like, from what I know, like. It's they they don't just pull numbers out of their ass, like they they do research. So anybody out there who thinks that they're full of shit, go away. You know, it's the same type of people who wonder why DLC comes out on day one and it's a conspiracy theory. No, you don't know how games are developed. Stop talking. You don't know. Like, d- don't say anything, please. In fact, go eat a bunt cake or something to fill <laughs> your mouth because I do not want to hear you. Anyway, yeah. I, I thought I always thought it was pronounced bunt, and then my friend's wife said it was bunt, so it's bunt. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to like these guys are saying it's going to be under 400, under 300, possibly. I'm going to go with that right that price range. I was going to say rice range, and that would be really racist, but that's okay. Um, 
So I'm holding out all hopes. I am going to be cautiously optimistic that it won't be five hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, at the same time. At the same time. At the same time, is they going to make money? Yeah. Is they going to make money? <laughs> is they going to make money? Yes. That's my question. Um. And I wonder how the analog sticks feel because I really didn't like the analog numb on the PSP three thousand, two thousand, one thousand. I had to stop myself because I almost called it this thing. Um, but yeah, I, I'm also really curious to see how the analog disc on the three DS feels because that looks good. Does it yeah. feel good? I don't know. And the fact that these sticks are this thing looks like it has sticks that are significantly raised more than a couple of millimeters, and that scares me from a sturdiness standpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Like, throw it in my back, throw it in my pocket. You know, are they going to become misaligned? Or are they going to um, fucking pop off? Right. Yeah. My uh, my my analog nubs pop off from the wow. That sounds wrong. From like <laughs> I, my analog nub from my PSP fell off and I can't find it. And it's like it's the nub. It's not raised. But but mm-hmm. like a millimeter. But that's because they did a shoddy way of like it's this little stick and then they you know they just yeah they just put this they plug it in pad on top of it. Qu- quite honestly though. When I need to use the analog, like despite the fact that it hurts a little bit, like the control is much better with that stupid little stick than it was with the nub. Mm. Like it's better with the stick underneath because it feels like I don't know, I don't know why. But the, the problem is, of course, that it hurts a little bit. So yeah, well, I don't um, know. The, just using the nub on the PSP uh, 2000, it, it it hurts my thumb after a while. Not the pad on my thumb, but the actual like thumb. I don't okay, know, you know your like, muscles. Your muscle. Become, my muscles starts to become tired, and I'm like, "All right, I can't fucking play this anymore." Maybe it's right. because of the location. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, no, that 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 too, that too. Um, I think that's certainly ergonomically, that's probably not the ideal spot for an analog right. stick. And it's like a lot of people, you know, not a lot of people. But one of, one of my friends was like, "I got to be careful about doing that." Oh, a lot of people. Who? My friend Joe. <laughs> Anyone else? No, just Joe. Um. But one of my friends was like, yo, I, you know, I think the Xbox and GameCube controllers are stupid because it's not symmetrical. Like, it doesn't put the analog sticks in a symmetrical way. And I'm like, well, if you did that, like, I, I don't, maybe you're just so used to PlayStation 4. In fact, it doesn't matter to you. But, like, the, the, like, the problem that I always have with the PlayStation layout is that the bottom of my thumb, the bottom of my left thumb always brushes up against the top left segment of the analog stick. Yeah, and your thumb and, all becomes overextended on the stick. Right, and that that's because of the thumb's natural tendency, like the way that your thumb, your hand is built, you know, that it becomes, that, that it starts to brush up upon it. And why doesn't it happen for my right thumb? I don't, I don't necessarily know. Um, but I think it's because, like, the the motions that you're doing with your right thumb are more tap tap tap, whereas with your left thumb it's very much about like moving it around. Mm-hmm. And so when you're moving something around with the D-pad, it's more likely to brush up against the analog stick that way. Um, and again, traditional me making motions that you can't see. But you know, so it's like I kind of thought it might be cool maybe if they move the analog stick up and the D-pad down a little bit and. God, one day, I, I just just for one console or portable, I wish they would experiment and not use that stupid segmented D-pad. Yeah. I really wish they would do that, because I hate that thing. Yeah. That is what hurts, like, the middle of my thumb pad, you know? 
mm-hmm. to have that segments in there. Oh my god, I hate that thing. Anyway, I've ranted enough about this piece of hardware. I'm kind of excited about it. I'm almost excited about it as I am about the 3DS. In fact, in depending on my mood, I might be more excited. Just seeing Uncharted on a small screen that I could take with me is like, okay, I'm kind of on board with this. More so than, hey, look, it's a, it's a DS that is basically a PSP because it has one analog stick. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Nintendo. You know? Um, but before I sign this part off, do you have any other thoughts? Um, no. I'm looking at this video of Battle Arena Toshinden. Oh. <laughs> um, Alright, so we will end the podcast with an inspired reading of Samurai Showdown's several botched English moments. And I... I don't know why I um. Why did we? Why did I look this up again? Do you remember? Because of uh the picture that I sent you. Oh okay yes the Battle Arena Toshinden for yeah, Game Boy I Color. Give, I forget what it was. I was give true force. Now I have give true. Force now open. I have Let, give true force. I still have it open. Let's see. It says now comma I've been give a new force. Right. All right. So let's see. All right. Let me pull up the Samurai Showdown page and this. Is courtesy of what's this site called? SNK.wikia.com. It's an SNK wiki, the Samurai Showdown 2 page. If you just go to that page and scroll down to the dialogue session, like section, here's what it says SS2 is renowned for having some of the most hilarious bits of English in the history of video games, even considering SNK's history of questionable translation. Chad Okada, the game. <laughs> <laughs> the game, the lord. game lord and a former visual model from SNK. What does, does that mean? Is is he the Haromaru model? Is is he who posed for the Haromaru picture that they drew on the side of the SNK cabinet? Maybe. I don't know. That's weird. Um, Chad Okada, the, form, the game lord and former visual model from SNK America, stated that efforts to localize the text were stunted as the time and the money needed to fix it would have been more expensive than releasing the title in its original state. Well, duh. Um, some examples are listed below with spelling mistakes intentionally included, and let's trade off. I'll go with the intro. The intro. Long, long ago, there were a man who tried to make his skill ultimate. For real, yeah. Beca- because of his bloody life, it's no accident that he was involved in the troubles. I remember that. After a fighter is selected... Time has passed since the last trouble. New battles are going to start now again. <laughs> okay. And this one is during a single-player fight. Wait a challenger, comma. No challenger is acceptable. <laughs> all characters. Um, a cre- all creature will die, and all the things will be broken. That's the law of samurai. What, what is this? Is that like when you select a character and every character says that or something? No, I think that that is something that um, all creature will die and all the I things think that's will be broken. Story or something like oh, that. Okay, it's actually displayed on the screen. Okay, um, so now we're gonna get into the character quotes after a battle, um, and uh, there are two for everyone, so we each get to share one, except for Ukyo. Nice. Uh, Cham Cham says, "Oh, it was scary. S C A R R Y, not scary." And uh, Cham Cham also says, Shit, you make me really mad. You really make me mad. Oh, you really make me mad. And they actually let that go through the censors. Charlotte oh, yeah. says... They definitely let all the curses go through. Charlotte says, In France, there's no impolite person like you. 
it's reasonable I win! Exclamation point, exclamation point. Oh, this is great. She also says, you imitate my distinguished family. I never forgive you. What? Earthquake. Earthquake. Earthquake says, gosh, I've made it mincemeat. He, 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 he. This is this, you get all the good ones. He 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 he. You'd better on a diet. What the fuck, Galford. Oh, I guess Galford only has one quote, so I guess we can. I'll, His other we'll, quote is probably not so bad. Yeah, Galford says, "Hey, do you like to challenge my American ninjutsu?" Mm-mm, Hamaru has three though. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, Genon says, "He he he. I drag your soul in the evil world." He also says, "Who?" <laughs> Oh my god, who is the real king of the evil world, comma? Let's have it our. <laughs> Instead of out. That Great, thanks, mm. thanks. Oh man, you get the good Genjuro one. <laughs> Kibagami Genjuro says, I'll never be beaten by anyone who lives in comfort. C-O-N-F-O-R-T. <laughs> what the like is... you. Uh, and then simply, KILL YOU! In all caps with one, two, three... Oh Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten exclamation points, I think. Yes, ten exclamation points. Mm. Uh, the first of Haomaru's is how weak you are. Wow. I will kill you as well as Tofu with my sword. Wow. Mm. Haomaru also says, I don't like this ominous feelings. I don't either. And he also says, <laughs> I slay my imitation with my sword together with Mount Fuji. What? Really? What is with imitation in this game? Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kyoshiro says, "Go through the beauty of real kabuki by your death." Thanks. Thanks, Thanks. a lot. Mizuki says, "Welcome to the welcome to Devil's World. You'll never find yourself alive again." Is that the ninja referee? I think so. I don't know. I've never heard of Mizuki. Well, here's here's a nice run on. Now that the not a run on, but an incomplete sentence. Now that the world is just to me, and you have gone to distraction. <laughs> That's it. Dis- <laughs> distraction spelled D E S T R A C T I O N. Distraction. Not uh, destruction. Distraction. Distraction. It's not distraction, D I S T, or destruction. It's distraction. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Nakuru says, power, speed, and beauty. Period. I have defeated you in all way. <laughs> <laughs> Caffeine nicotine says, what a nice person! Exclamation point. You kindly give the palm to such a crock. What? Yeah. Uh, okay, Sie- you have to read Seegers in German. Oh, I can't do German. German. <laughs> uh, Seegers says, don't be hateful each other. Love is the best strength. This is what? coming from a guy with a gigantic fist gauntlet on his yeah. arm. Yeah. He also says, give you my knock for justice. What? <laughs> oh, but- God. Oh, man. Oh, here comes Ukyo. All right, ellipsis time. Uh, Yeah, Ukyo, like, is mad quiet. So he's like, ellipsis. To cut a same face, ellipsis. Ellipsis. Feel bad. Ellipsis. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you get the good one for one. One who says, how for it? How, no, I'm going to read it normally because then you can't tell how I spelled it. How they spelled it. How foolish, comma, stupid and silly you are, exclamation point. Get away, chicken! <laughs> Get away, chicken. Uh, yeah, and Take the it away. other great Wanfu uh, reference is look at our great Chinese power. Yes, the great. Chi- you know what? That's scary and predict and 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 forward thinking because China's scary. 
Yeah, China's pretty scary right now. They voted Yao Ming into the All-Star game, and he's out for the season. Oh, shit. <laughs> but why not vote for him? Okay, we're Why gonna not vote, vote for him? For him any- he's Chinese. We're going to vote for him anyway, and he gives us, like, a big cut of his paycheck, so we should vote for him anyway. Yeah. But he's hurt. Thank you, Samurai Showdown. Thank you so much. Oh, which game does Victor Lee come in? Two or three? Uh, say that one more time. You're like super robot right now. Oh, sorry. I said oh, yeah, which game done. does Victor Lee come in? Two or three? Uh, I believe it's in three. <laughs> okay. And let me check the mail back once. No mail. I think that wraps it up for our 3GP and CD, CDI Phillips PCP Angel Dust the White Lady. PSP and GP. Yeah. If you have any other reactions, where should they send them to? Mailbag at trygames.net. That's mailbag at trygames.net. M-A-I-L-B-A-G at T-R-I-G-A-M-E-S dot N-E-T. But you can also, here's a secret, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A-B-A, select, start. You can also spell it M-A-L-E-B-A-G, and it will still work. Or you can visit our mail form on the site at trygames.net slash email underscore us dot php. There is an envelope icon on the top bar if you have eyes that can see it. It is there. You click on it. But make sure to click the radio button that says mailbag. I really should change that form because it's so antiquated now. Um, and you should go visit Al at xlm2k.blogspot.com You should visit Pete at twitter.com slash Riven. You can also get to Al at twitter.com slash D-R-E-D-M-A-G-E Dreadmage D-Redmage Da-Redmage And you can visit me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Mr. Chupon with an O with an O Sometimes I spell it with a zero depending on the site because some asshole always takes my name um, you can also visit Mo at Everyone Loves Dinosaurs. Is it everybody or everyone? Everyone Loves Dinosaurs.com. DrFisherPants.com. AustinDLight.com. That is not me. That is my friend Austin, who also has the name Austin. That's why his website is AustinDLight.com. Uh, Musica.com For those non Spanish pe- speaking people out there, punto means dot. Al. What? What's your album's name? My album's name is Vuelo Letal. The Lethal Vuelo Flight. Letal. Lethal Flight. You can find it on Amazon.com's MP3 store. You have to change the drop down to MP3 downloads and then type in Roca Fuerte. R O C A F U. F U. God. R O C A F U E R T E. That's rock hard, hard rock. Uh, yeah, hard rock. And Vuelo Letal. V as in Vagine. U E. L-O, space, L-E-T-A-L, like lethal without the H. You press enter and Amazon will say, yo, download this shit because it's Spanish rock. And if you want the lyrics, you go to RoccoForteMusicUp.com. You can also go to TryGames.net. Why should they go to TryGames.net? Because I haven't written the reviews that I promised that I would, and if you go to the site and give us hits, I will be incentivized to write those reviews. I've just been really lazy and busy, and I feel really bad about it. So I will write them someday! Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, God of War 3, even though I wrote a draft of it like 11 months ago and it was terrible. <laughs> and I forget what else I beat. Uh, I, f- I haven't reviewed anything since Rector Game Challenge. Just shoot me in the face. Please don't. I'd rather not have that happen. Anyway, there's anybody that I forgot to pimp 
Um, I'm sorry. I will remember it next time. For real. For real. For Pete. Pete is not here. No. For Al. Uh, I'm I'm here, but yeah. I have been your host, Austin, and look at our great Chinese power. Look at our great Chinese power! Wait, I, I want to read all these in Tracy Morgan's voice. Oh, no. Long, long ago, there was a man who tried to make his skill ultimate. Because of his bloody life, it's no accident that he was involved in the troubles. <laughs> Time has passed since the last trouble. New battles are going to start. Now again. All creature will die and all the things will be broken. That's the law of samurai. Look at our great Chinese power. <laughs> Give you my knock for justice. I don't like this ominous feelings. Kill you! You gotta say it again. <laughs> Kill you! I slay my imitation with my sword together with Mount Fuji. Welcome to the devil's world. You'll never find yourself alive again. Power, speed, and beauty. I have defeated you in all ways. Shit, you make me really mad. <laughs>